Mm. I like that shit. Right. And it don't, it just get right to it. Yeah. You ain't got no build up or no this shit. Just like get to the beat. is that man we bring you the tranquility the sounds that you need to hear but we also bring that war they don't want war they don't want war they waving the white flags already oh lord we from alabama we wave white flags with the red x's on it because we don't surrender motherfucker we don't surrender motherfucker <laughs> ain't no surrender around this bitch fuck that i wrote that shit a long time ago i never put it in the in beat <laughs> I always like that line. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. What a beautiful studio honest we have Man. today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the one and only Government Name Podcast. My name is Shogun. And my name is Cole Jackson. And we are the checks and balances of social commentary. That's now, great. you can follow us on Instagram. Instagram. Facebook. Facebook. And Twitter. Twitter. Government Name Pod on Twitter. Yeah. Government Name Podcast on Instagram. There you go. And on Facebook. Government Name. Government Name. Just look for us. G U B M I N T. N A M E. It's been a while since I did the intro, so I, I almost dropped the ball, but I caught it. You'll never drop the ball. Alley oop. There you go. There you go. That's how we do it. That's how we do that what's shit. What's up, Colt? Yo, what's up? What's happening, man? Man. Welcome back. This is another week. Another week. Best podcast on the internet. Best. Planting my flag in the ground right now. Yeah. I think I think we wanted to man. We now are, we are the. We are I don't even know what you're about to say, but we are the. <laughs> I think we wanted the most real. Yeah, authentic. Motherfuckers fuck with us. Yeah, they, of course. You know what I'm authentic. They fuck with us, cuz. All the way. Long way. Short, short way, all the ways. <laughs> Long way, short way. Quickies, whatever you want, nigga. We, they fuck, we are fuck with a bull. <laughs> so. Unless you. Uh, nah. Kelly yeah, we, on, nah, nah. We still Twitter fuck with make us Make us number two podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't even going to put a name out there I, like that. That's, the, that's her name on Twitter. Oh, I know, but I wasn't going to. Yeah. Why do I want to sound like Project Pat so bad? Do it. On the Twitter. <laughs> That's the best way to speak. Project Pat. In my lapper. Oh, Kelly was in your lapper. She wasn't in my lapper. <laughs> she be tweeting all kinds of shit. I be like, yeah, damn, Cole. <laughs> Need to shoot that shot, nigga. Can't. She live way outside. Nigga, you act like they don't make planes. They do. <laughs> they figured out how to <laughs> they figured out how to land. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, sometimes. Because, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, I mean, are, there are certain situations where they don't, and they don't find a black box. It's a lot of, because what? When it all goes down? That was the truth. You got us the truth. That was the old show. Um, so there's a lot of shit that's like resurfacing. There's a lot of shit coming back up from the past. Like, you would think zombies would be alive in this world right now. Mm. Uh, I don't understand what's going on in the news. I hope you have. 
been paying attention, but I got a lot uh, of shit that I want to talk about. I got, I mean, it's a few things that I paid attention to, man. I bring so on this podcast, it's it's like the real news shit. I kind of really don't. I don't bring that. Yeah. I know that side of you. I mean, you I do, it. but after a while, I get tired of hearing that shit too. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying, like Russia, Russia, Russia. Clinton, M- uh, Mueller, uh, hey, my nigga, this shit's over. It ain't find nothing. Let's move on. Right, but they still digging. They like we we, we gonna find something. Yeah, I mean, who cares? It's At this point, a- who really gives a fuck? Yeah, I think like, I bring. I like I like bringing fuckery to the show. Actually, you know, I'm gonna talk about it real quick. The issue that I have with this whole Russia thing is like they're like, well, Donald Trump has put more sanctions on Russia than any other president has. Like right. he's been more of a hindrance towards the Russians. Mm-hmm. But the way they keep painting it in the news is like, oh, Putin has some information over Donald Trump and he's controlling him, and that's what he's just Putin's puppet. Right, and that's the fuzziest thing from the truth. I had a conversation at work about Donald Trump and we basically talked about the shit that he's doing and people hate him and I get that. Why do they hate him? Uh, I'm losing sight you of wanna the know, anger. You want to know because the nigga can't be touched. Is that it? I think that's what the the, the problem is is that mm. he, can't, he can't be touched. Mm. And you kind of have to like I was I was when we was having this conversation it was uh, my co-worker actually. Yeah, yeah. When we was having a conversation, I was like, well, we we get mad at him for jamming up shit when we if we had the same power to do it, we would. What shit is he jamming well, up? Well, uh, you know, he's suing because of the uh I can't remember what the report is that they but he's he's basically uh the Mueller su- report? Yeah, he's suing because they're trying to dig deeper into what his part of that was. I mean But the- him suing puts them in a bunch of red tape. To keep from digging deeper, oh, I got you. You get what I'm saying? I see like what you're it's saying. a smart move. So it's move. more obstruction play, of justice. The nigga playing chess. I mean, that's yeah, that's that's the issue that I'm having. Like people say they swear up and down that he's a dumbass. He can't be this dumb if he's playing like everybody. Every, Two years of him playing, dude. Everything they brought to the table to take him down. Don't even worry about the it. The nigga just brush it off. So he, he playing that Jay Z. It's all good because and then the the funny thing is. He will get on TV or on Twitter the next day Twitter. and be like, "Told you, <laughs> fuck y'all." He's he, Soldier Boy. He'd be like Soldier Boy. I don't know Soldier Boy niggas, in jail. Well, <laughs> I'm talking about talking the shit, oh, talking okay. shit part. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like y'all niggas gonna respect me, and I can't be mad at a dude who. I'm losing sight of why I don't like Donald Trump. Other than he's just a rich asshole who just speaks his mind, but. At the same time, I kind of admire that. Like, he's a rich asshole. Who doesn't I mean, like success? But let me ask you a question. If motherfucker step kept trying to push shit on your ass and you keep, like, f- foiling their plans and winning on that shit, yeah. wouldn't you kind of grab your nuts and, and talk shit, too? I mean, I do that now. <laughs> but Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing, bro. Like, what y'all expect? The dude, he been braggadocious. He was braggadocious before he even got in office. Right. He talked shit about every motherfucking Republican. He talked shit about Republicans, Democrats, and, and whatever. And he still got in, bro. So yeah. what, what's the problem? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Now, I know he's doing some shit that is detrimental to us as a culture. Like, apparently. I don't dig that deep into it. Right. I'm just, I'm tired of hearing all the negative shit about it. I think the biggest thing, though, is like, People want him to get caught so bad now, and I look at the media spin on that. Yeah, well, and I feel like I think we still fall into the uh, the sheep 
mentality mm-hmm. of following what the media wants us and to see, do. And see, that's the thing. I'm not a Donald Trump supporter. No, don't, don't get me wrong. I don't me support neither. a nigga. But if but you I'm say t- something, if you say something, I ain't mean to. I'm sorry. Yeah, you good? But if you say something positive, I'm glad about you realized that you cut me off. I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was. I was but it, I see. I a would point. hope the fans would listen and understand that you cut me off sometimes. I do. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like I hate it when you say something not, that's not negative and you're labeled after yeah. that. Oh, of course. Labels is all we doing these days, nigga. This is dangerous speech. <laughs> you, this might be the last episode of Government Name Podcast, yeah. especially on Facebook. <laughs> you know what I'm like, who knows? Like, you, this is something that I've been arguing about for right. the longest. Like back when I said on the Black Balance Podcast that we used to, Black Balance, wow, Black Box, <laughs> the Black Box Podcast that we used to do. They must be talking about us. Probably so. Um, Good Cam. Okay, I'm talking about me. Shoot, rip this shirt off. Shoot it. All right. Um, I was always worried about them just labeling people terrorists because once you label them a terrorist, you take their rights away. They can do anything to you. Mm-hmm. So this is the new thing now. It's like socialism or socialist is is a catch all word, and also nationalist. Mm-hmm. Nationalist is another catch all. It's like, but see, we now, don't need to neutralize. Sorry, I did cut you. No, off. no, we no, don't need good. to neutralize ideals just because they're coming from terrible sources. Right. You know, I I think. The way I evolve, the way that I learn more is by challenging my own thoughts. Mm-hmm. So when I hear something that I don't agree with, I have to ask myself, why don't I agree with that? Mm-hmm. And I can only ask that as long as I'm talking to people who challenge the way I think. Mm-hmm. You can only hear that when you talk to people who don't think the same way or not in the same bubble as we. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and make your point. No, I mean, I look at labels like playing space. Everybody, because not every, everybody know how to play. Everybody, space. everybody, everybody got a card, and then it's like racist, socialist, uh. classist. You know, all of these other things that I mean, it's in your hand, uh. and if you want to win, you got to shuffle them cards. It's like, hmm, no, okay, okay. Wrong, this wrong nigga's analogy. telling me he's telling me I'm. Wait, hold on. He's saying that Trump's right about something. I'm gonna label him as a fucking uh, Republican, black Republican. Boom. Yeah. Pull my book. You get what I'm saying? I'm gonna label yeah. this other motherfucker. Oh, he's telling me I should do this. Oh, he's racist. Boom. I think that's Click because people are so afraid of new ideals. Like, I mean, I, I was. We asking, should be past that now in 2019. No, I, I even include myself in this situation because I asked myself. I was taking. A, I was taking a shower earlier, and I was like, you "Man, get the best we, ideas in the shower." I really do. I was like, "We really need some new blood in this political system that we have." And then I started thinking about it. It's like, "Well, shit, we do have new blood. We mm-hmm. got." Asa, Atasi, ooh, a, AOC. Ooh. I could not get it out. <laughs> Sandra Ocasio Cortez. I can only get it. Salad, were you? I don't know what her name is. Eight. We got AOC. We got Andrew Yang. We got Peter Buttigieg. I mean, we got new blood out there, but I don't I ain't really feeling these new ideas. But the thing but, about it is, man, when we get new blood, I think we pick them apart from the things that, like, mm. the first thing that my coworker asked me about when we was talking about politics was Kamala Harris, and I was like, why? Why are you because asking? She was a prosecutor and she locked up black people. And I'm like, he was like, "What do you think about Kamala Harris?" I was like, mm, "Not my, I, not my speed." I always wonder. What do you mean by that? I'm like, "Not my speed." Like, I don't think anything about her. Yeah. And what did she say after that? I was a dude. And, and what did he say after that? And then we just went into the to the Democratic um, candidates. And honestly, man, I'm just like I'm still learning about a lot of these people. 
Because mm. most it's like forty of them. The most that I know about them is Breakfast Club interviews. Like I haven't sat back and I'm, I mean I'm being I mean yeah being transparent right now. That's, that's the, Peter Buttigieg, uh, Andrew Yang, and fucking who else? Uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris, Harris yeah. and the uh, the dude who everybody who go with uh, Beto O'Rourke. No, the the dude that go with uh, the dude the Hispanic girl. Oh, Booker. Yeah. <laughs> Cory Booker. Cory Booker. Yeah. He may or may not be gay. Who knows? He's probably gay. Who cares? Well, I don't. I think I think people are weird. So people I mean people are people. We're all yeah, different. Well, yeah. You yeah, know? Exactly. I like the weirdness. Yeah. I, I just don't like that. the weirdness being used as the only platform that we need to jump on. Like, hey, he's black and he's gay. So he's got your interests in mind. No, nah, I just don't true. give a fuck about you either. Right. You know what I mean? Like I I just that's what I be trying to say when I talk about this identity politics. Mm-hmm. I don't like that we have to have some kind of category to fit this person into. Mm-hmm. They should have a good ideal that you agree with and just move along with it. But I, here's my here's a thing that I have a problem with too. Well, I'm not gonna have I'm not gonna say problem with, but we should have more dialogue. It's like when somebody brings a new idea to the table, right? Why is it such pushback? Why on, is it so much scrutiny? Yeah, and, like I'm like, wait, this might. Change the world, and I'm guilty well, I, of it too. I was about to say I use myself because the Green New Deal. When we was talking to Miss On Point, he was explaining some stuff that I just did not know about it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, how did I get this information? Well, I got it from the news media, and that's the news media that gives us all this bullshit that we mm-hmm. get." He actually read the Green New Deal, and he says it sounds positive. I just don't like the fact that it's getting rid of industry, but he said it's going to be a transitional phase to where the industry is done, and then we're moving on to the whatever the supposed next thing is. Mm-hmm. What's the next thing? That's a good question. I mean, I mean, I don't know. We're gonna be sun getting sun rays. We're gonna be putting up more solar panels. Solar panels. Yeah, and that, shit. yeah, yeah. I guess we should. <laughs> well, see the issue. I'm sorry. I gotta do it. The issue with using solar panels is we're gonna have to use more batteries to store that energy. Right. And batteries come from like lithium mm-hmm. and stuff like that like the lithium ion batteries right. and where we get those is out of lithium deposits where mm-hmm. you find those in middle eastern countries and china and africa and places like that what was it afghanistan and so that's more u.s involvement in those conflict countries that mm-hmm. keeps us in these perpetual wars mm-hmm. i'm not for the wars man i think we need to we we've done everything we should have done by now yeah more of a Tony right. Stark, Iron Man 2. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm done with this. You know, let's, let's be done. Right. Um, the other issue that, what, how is your week been? Oh, man. My week has been, honestly, bro, it has been a very good week. I, this is probably oh, one of nice. the best weeks of my life, man. You got some uh, ass. Nah, I, you know, I, I didn't say it was a spectacular week. I mean, you said it was one of the best weeks of your life. Yeah, nigga. Um, best I ever had. You remember that song by Drake, nigga? No. <laughs> Show to you my everything. <laughs> nigga, where was yours? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I, you had the best week. I got to get was, in the plane and uh, get it. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, or a couple of other or ones. Two, or a two-hour drive. You and you didn't go to at-home yet? Shit. Man, I was about to make a meme <laughs> for the for the IG with the uh, with, with, the, with, the, James, with the James Harden eye, red oh. eyes. It was like when she tells you she going to at home to meet her friend. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make it though because it was I was I was busy. Oh, so. man. Uh, yeah, we got some cool shit on our IG, man. Yeah, I try man. to post some funny. You shit be posting there, a lot of good stuff on. So, there. Uh, I, so I have given up on our social media. <laughs> I try to do as much as I can. I'm trying to link everything so I don't have to do. So many different things, yeah. but I mean, um, it's good. I'm just not good with social media, man. Um, and that's the 
heart and soul of growing a podcast. Yeah, I mean the biggest thing that I was looking at is more of I'm trying to get as much content. Like I got to start matching content that I put on the government name mm. IG with the BYK, with the BYK yeah. um, because I want more news type stories and stuff like that. But it's just one nigga that's yeah doing that's it that's moving. we gotta hire some people. <laughs> um, but don't worry because it's this shit's gonna it's gonna work itself out. I um. So this week, I well last week, uh, I got to guest host on one of my favorite podcasts. Oh yeah. Um, I okay. I am a wrestling fan. Everybody like I still watch wrestling. Woo. And uh, who I got you? put? Yeah, I know. I know. I got put on a. Uh, I I. <sighs> so I took uh I took time to, uh I guess. Enter. They have something called Cinco de Hosto. It's it, huh. the podcast is called RBR Wrestling. Uh huh. They have been, they have been pod. Uh, that podcast has been on for well over ten years. Oh wow! And um, and I've been listening to it forever. And so every year they do Cinco de Hosto, and I was like, I'm entering this year. Yeah. Like when May came in, or like the end of uh, April, I was like, I'm finna make some fucking moves. So the first thing I did was enter, and I ended up being the first person picked to nice. guest host. So I'm like, oh shit, I'm about to be guest hosting on one of my favorite podcasts, period. So got ready, did all that. Did a uh I mean the guys, it's it's a four man podcast. Yeah. And I was like the fifth man. And it can be a little chaotic because so it's many. four people on Skype who are not looking at each other mm. and I'm telling how the sausages are. Yeah, made. but the timing but, is off when they're Well, two. that's a cool thing, I think. Um the main guy who is William rbr he actually was like you know like hey man like this is what i need for you to do i was like i i, I podcast bro so yeah, I'm, right. i'm gonna be ready did you, i had did to do you, the, i had to do the news part had that ready i'm like dude this is <laughs> this you, is a sunday did you give us a drop i tried oh. <laughs> it's hard it was hard man you didn't give us a drop i ain't, I ain't get a chance to oh. i just fucked up but um which i might get back on there who knows but Next it was year? it was no i mean Oh, they, they fuck with you that hard. Like, I did. Hey, at the end of the at the end of everything, all the guys was like, "Man, you did a great, you know, you did a great job, like, good job, man." You know, I got a podcast, and I was like, "Cool." I mean, it's all like he already he looked at my profile and he seen he was like, "Oh, I see you podcast, and I see you got a website and all this other shit." Right. I'm like, "Yeah." So, um, he's got his own website with a few podcasts of his own. So, nice. it's just one of them things. But it was one of those things where I was like, "Shit, this is cool as fuck." I'm actually guest hosting on a podcast that i listen to every week religiously wow. and i thought that was like the coolest shit ever and like i said that podcast has been on for 10 plus years like hmm. for real um so it was for some people it would probably be like a minor thing i mean but for me it was it was unfucking believable yeah, yeah. and it just gave me this made me feel good make me feel good about what i do as far as like podcasting and trying to get my website going and all that other shit like i'm like shit i can hang with these motherfuckers who've been doing it probably way longer than me years, yeah you yeah. know what i'm saying so that was a good thing um i i stepped out of my comfort zone i applied for another job that's within my company oh shit uh may, may 1st was just one of them days where i was just like I was like, fuck it. I'm about to just <laughs> step out on faith on a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, I haven't done that in a long time. And I just felt like, I was like, fuck it, man. Wow. Like, I ain't got shit else. What I got to lose? 
You know what I'm saying? Like I, no, I like, know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I ain't got shit. To, I was like, nigga, I'm I'm gambling with house money right now. Like it's the fifth. I'm like, I done made it to the fifth month of this year, and I haven't made the moves or moves haven't. My and moves you, haven't came together like I've been wanting to. And point. I was like, fuck that shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna make the moves happen myself. So I just said, fuck it. I'm just gonna put this shit out here, and if it don't work, hey, nigga, I tried. Worst thing that happens, they say no. So I've just been taking a lot of resp- more responsibility for myself as far as like what I want to do. It feels good though, right? And yeah, I, like, I don't. I don't think you, I've ever felt. You get back in the driver's seat, like you have the control of your destiny, right? That, yeah. And I haven't felt this good in a while. Mm-hmm. I I tend to struggle. Um, I just tend to struggle with myself sometimes, man, because there's so much shit I want to fucking do, and I always feel like either I ain't got the time or the money mm. or both. The hardest step of the longest journey is taking that first step. See? I, I, look butchered, look at this, I butchered the quote. Look at this wide. Hey, you a nigga, and it yeah. don't matter. But the hardest thing to do for the longest journey or the hardest struggle that you ever go through is just getting started. Right. Once you get the ball in motion, the rest mm-hmm. is just continue to go. Yeah. And handle itself. And that's my biggest thing, man. I've been trying to make sure that, like, the, like everything is moving. Perfect. It's the fifth day of, of May, and I'm... I feel really good. I feel a lot more confident about wow. a lot of things that I've done. I got two, two, two women called me handsome this this past oh, week. Too. I was like, look at Bruh, these that, that, that shit they makes you feel amazing. Man, I had one chick. I was at the barber shop and she came in to get her little lineup and shit like that because she got dreads. Pants with and belts. She, uh, I couldn't tell. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I couldn't tell. I she ain't had no J's on. And I was like, hey. she ain't had no phones. Pants either. with belts and J's. Oh, it's over. Yo, I know what she doing. <laughs> Same thing you do, but she said she was like, "You're very handsome," and I got him. She was like, "Can I hug you?" And I was like, "Yeah." Man, oh shit, a hug? Yeah. And then I walked into all this, and the little chick that, that she always be flirting with when I go up in there. The one that you carry the groceries, huh? Oh no, that was Ollie's. Yeah, that was Ollie's. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Hey, handsome," and I was like, "Hey, God bitch." Oh, <laughs> why she gotta be a bitch? <laughs> because I can't say anything else now. I can't help it. I'm stuck in this bitch part. All right. And um. Felt good. I was like, damn. I was like, we're giving this BDE out right now. There what? But it was just, it was um it was it was just one of them weeks, man. Um it just felt good. I just mm. I took a lot of responsibility for shit that I know I haven't been taking responsibility for. I've been tri- putting myself back into the driver's seat of shit and I want this shit to like work. And I'm I'm it's hard sometimes. It's hard to stay consistent with being motivated when it's just mm. like you and i know it's not just me because i got friends but yeah 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 but, but a lot of times and i'm just you. gonna be transparent with yeah. you a lot of times I, the circle that i have y'all niggas are fucking uh 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 what's the word can't think of the word um what's the word next to the word i don't know um we're, we're all sarcastic people ah so it's times I'm just like nah, I got you. I'm, sometimes you can't separate the funny from the I got you from we're the, too brutal from real from we're the too, real you get what I'm yeah, saying yeah, like you. sometimes you can't separate shit I'm just like that nigga just saying some stupid shit fuck that nigga you know Man. what I'm saying but I know it coming from a good place it's just sometimes you have to get sometimes you have to get motivation and encouragement from outside of your circle of friends because sometimes your circle of friends they'll pick you up but they'll pick sometimes they'll pick you up because. That's you know, the right your friend. Thing yeah, yeah, I got you. So, well, see, taking you for an example, you remember the first time you started working out and you did that first push up? Mm-hmm. You struggled a little bit, right? Hell yeah. How many push ups you do now? 
Nigga, I don't even know. Exactly. Even you just knock them out, don't you? I just do what I got to exactly. do. Exactly. You see, it took that time for you to rip that muscle and build it back up to keep going and keep going and getting mm-hmm. stronger and stronger. And now you can do them without even counting. Mm-hmm. You just got to start. Yeah. A lot of niggas sit in that one spot and not do shit. But you know what? Sometimes you stay stagnant because you get scared. And you don't want to step out on, on you get but you get what I'm saying? Yes. Like like I look at all the shit that could could go wrong. I look at the not even go wrong. Mm. I just look at the shit that like I ain't got I ain't got a lot of money to be doing the shit that I need to do. Who the or fuck I ain't got, got a lot of money? I know. Who but no. I'm cutting you off. Who got a lot of money? <laughs> <laughs> this is where I'm coming to. I found my old check stub from GameStop. Ooh, don't never look at him. <laughs> no, I needed this. I looked at this check stuff, bro. I was making sixteen dollars and one cent as a store manager. Yeah, as a store manager, <laughs> my nigga, I brought home on this check stub nine hundred and ninety eight dollars. <sighs> Today, Ooh. I can't. I, I don't even know. I, I could make thousand, it off of that. I could blow a thousand dollars like it ain't nothing. But you know what? This was a stepping stone to get me where I am today. Right. I've done better than I've, you know, every year repeatedly, I've done better than the previous. Right. But I had to look at this and realize, like, damn, I ain't doing that bad. You mm-hmm. know, it could be a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Now, I did hear some terrible news at my job this week. Um, I work for a large telecom company, and mm-hmm. they're getting ready to fire 800 <sighs> construction workers for the company. Damn. I'm not in the construction side of the business, but... Those guys have more time and a higher title than I do, mm-hmm. so they can roll back and knock me out of my position in the company. Right. So, which is putting my job in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. I could wallow in my own self pity and be like, "Oh, I've done this." Whoa, that, whoa, woes is me. Woes me. Who the fuck gives a fuck about me? Nobody. So I got to do it like I always do it, and I go out there and handle this shit. So what did I do? I said, "It's time for Plan B." I've been here for seven years. Shit ain't getting no better. It's getting worse. I got to move on. Started looking at some schools. I had been in school like off and on as I've been working here, but mm-hmm. I ain't been focused and dedicated. But it's time, man. I gotta find something else. I found another career path that I want to go down, so I'm in uh, taking the first steps to get that ball rolling. Yeah. But something about May. I don't know what it is about May, but I just looked at my life and I was like, you know what? I gotta make a change. This shit ain't worth it. Mm-hmm. It ain't worth it, man. And so, kind of like you saying. That fear, that fear is a powerful motivator. Like people move when they're afraid, but sometimes they freeze up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've been so complacent at my place of employment that I've froze up. Mm-hmm. And I felt this way close to the end of my time at, at GameStop mm-hmm. because I was like, man, I lost my drive for the hustle. I lost my hungries. You know, I need to get it back out there and start pushing like I used to push. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm, when I'm close to not eating that's when you get the something best. switches on inside right. of me where i'm just like i go 10 times hard grind right. hard and i i'm competitive but i'm also laid back mm-hmm. and that's not a great combination because mm-hmm. when i really need to get the ball rolling i hit that shit and i knock it out the park and i right. stay on the grind but then when i i know i can coast for a little bit I sit back and coast. I think that's the worst because I do the same shit, mm-hmm. man. Like I always feel like, oh shit, I got this shit. I done did this shit, yeah. like whatever, and I'm I'm cool. Yeah. But I'm like, dog, like, like 
honestly, if you want your shit to be successful, you got to do it. You got to just fucking ain't get nobody out there else and gonna step out on whatever kind of faith mm-hmm. that you got. And then if you ain't got it, then you got to fig- just figure out what you can do. And then I look at I look at a lot of shit, man. Like, like motherfuckers are still successful even when they doing shit. You even know, when penny, they penny with pennies, yeah. you get what I'm saying. Like I feel like my whole thing is I'm always, as far as like the website is concerned, I'm, I've always just been like I ain't got the money to do this shit. Like I, the money, like but you don't really need that. And that's I think that's where I'm. I'm. You just more, gotta have a great idea. I think being on that guest hosting on that podcast mm-hmm. opened my eyes to like these motherfuckers have been doing this shit for ten years and they do shit probably regular as fuck mm-hmm. and they still get they still have sponsorships and listeners oh, yeah. and all this other shit and they still do shit like probably probably a little bit under me how me and you do it under us you get what i'm saying you say under like, like we do shit better than them i feel like we do oh, okay all right. just making sure you get what I, I'm feel, saying? I know that we do better i ain't even heard the podcast you know what i saying? know that i do better than most podcasts out there um but people come i think people <laughs> yeah, well hell yeah, yeah i'm a cock ass motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. motherfucker but i just look at i'm like dude it, it re it, i think i'm just looking at what i don't have instead of looking at what i do have mm. nigga i i, I got the ig I can, syndrome I can, I, can, I can fucking hustle my ass off like i ain't never been a nigga that can hustle shit right i can hustle, hustle anything man. you know what i'm saying like i can hustle some shit i just gotta i just need the opportunity you get what i'm saying like i just need a damn if you can just put the door in front of me i get in that motherfucker well the, th- the funny thing is now the door is always in front of us it's right. your phone right the opportunity is right there. We right. can connect to so many different people through this device. All we got to do is put it out there. And our podcast is fucking dope. You already know that. Mm-hmm. It's undeniable. When you listen to it, motherfuckers be like, ah, oh, I'm really engaged in this conversation. Yeah. We just be doing us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we need to match that same drive that we have with the business side. Mm-hmm. And I know we, we we both know we lacking on that side. Yeah. So yeah. it's getting I'm- there. And I, I'm, we gonna, we gonna be straight. But the funny thing about it, like you said, is May. My little cousin graduated from college. Friday. Mm. I seen. I went to a graduation yesterday. You know what I'm saying? She been in school off and on five years. Mm-hmm. A lot has happened in those five years. Mm-hmm. I looked at my life. Has my life improved or stayed stagnant in that five year period? Mm-hmm. It has gotten better. But is it to the point that I want it to be at? Because I'm still at the same, you know, job that I've mm-hmm. been at for a while. Yeah. I'm making more money, of course, but mm-hmm. it's my lifestyle where I want my life to be at. Right. And I and I at the end of that, me asking those questions, I said no. And so I said, Well, what do I need to do to fix it? Mm-hmm. That's when I started looking at school. Mm-hmm. So we gotta be the architects of our future, man. We gotta build it. Yeah. I mean, that's the biggest thing, man. Like, I just, I don't know. It was just something about this past week, and it was yeah. just like, and I told myself, and I, 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 as far as, like, the job thing, I really don't like how things are going right now where I'm at. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, am I going to sit up here? Because, and that's the biggest thing, too. Like, when I posted for those, I posted for two different positions outside of what I do. Right. And, um, you know, my, my boss, you get it, your boss gets an email. Yeah. When you post. He's like, oh, this guy's interested. So my boss kind of brought me in, sat me down, and was just like, Man, like, what's 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 up with this? And I was just like I was like, I gotta I gotta change. 
I got to I got to make moves. Yeah. And he was like, is this something that you because he's new too?" And he's yeah, like, yeah. do you just do this like randomly regular just to kind of see what's out there? And I was like, no, nah, man, like I need to like make moves. He was like, well, you're like the talent, most talented. He's like, you like the kingpin in here. I said, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, 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 I am. My pay's not showing that. Mm, mm, and it's mm. because of stipulations that you guys have, not because of I'm not talented. I got plenty of talent. I know I'm talented, bro. You ain't got to tell me shit. Well, it's certain things that you have to be, you have to have done to be able to get to a position uh, where they want you to be cert- at. And to be completely, and yeah, I mean, right. and to be completely honest, I don't want to do what they do mm-hmm. no more. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, I, I, I can still make more money going to some other part or department um, yeah. in that company and make more money. Boy, and man. I got talents in different places too. You sound just like me. I be talking to my manager. I be like, man, I'm too, I'm too smart to be this dumb. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm too smart to be this broke. Right. Like, I know I could do his job. I've had that job offered to me. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I try to do the job that's gonna get me the most money. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, with the company I'm currently working for, that's going away. But see, the thing with me is, I, I'm more of, I'm a happiness guy. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm happy. That's that works for me. If I can wake up and look myself in the mirror and not be a fucking and not a look tool. like a scumbag, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because well, a lot of people who do my job are scumbags. Well, they, that, that's because they're built by the system, right? Your morals and who you are guides you through your world, and that's the same way I am when, when I'm at work. Like a lot of dudes, they lie about stuff they do. Yeah, man. If I fuck up, yeah, I fucked up. I own that shit. Right. If I did something the right way, I'm like, man, I'm just doing my job. Right. Plenty of I'm people the same be trying way. to give me more money. Like they be like, hey man, I appreciate you taking the extra five minutes to do this and that for me. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. They pay me for this. Right. This is my job. I, I take pride in what I do. They like, well, here you go anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? I do the same thing in my job. But it's like my morals and who I am, my character will not allow me to lie some lie to somebody in their face and be mm-hmm. like, nah, I can't do this or this, that, and the third. Nah, nah. Fuck that. I think the biggest thing is too, man, it's like honestly and I'm not saying if you if you're motivated by money, that's bad. No, I never got that and from what you were saying. No, no, no. I'm saying some people some people are motivated by money. And it's a hey, great that's, motivation. That's, that's great. But but honestly, man, I, I mostly feel like if I could just if I'm if I'm happy. Like I I like being happy. I like being able to just be able I wanna be happy. Comfortable. I like comfortability. But that's the thing, bro. If you if you happy with what you're doing every day, money going to be there, Oh, dog. yeah, most definitely. Because it's a job or it's a situation that you're going to want to do every day. Right. And I think that's the main reason why I wanted to do mm. um, my website is because, honestly, I'm actually pretty fucking good at that shit. I'm actually pretty good at podcasting. I'm actually pretty good at interviewing people. I'm actually still pretty smart about music. I'm actually pretty... I, I kind of know shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like no dumbass out here in these streets. Nobody's ever called you dumbass. No, no, no. I know that. Got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop cutting me off, nigga. Try to big you up. No, I'm just fucking. But, um, <laughs> and that's what I want to do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, the funny thing is, it's like, a, I ain't going to say that. Nah, nah. The funny thing is what? If I was a white dude, I could just quit my job and just live off of good credit <laughs> have you seen san francisco <laughs> there's so many homeless white people right now my nigga. but that's the thing <laughs> bro the biggest thing is is like i i know i can't you can't um you are afraid to take that chance and you're getting to that point where you're realizing that what the fuck else can i lose right you know but you walk know, out on faith that's yeah, what you've been saying i know but I like shit. that but but <laughs> 
Faith don't pay all your bills. It don't. But <laughs> shit, what they gonna do? Come get it. Yeah, shit, go ahead. Go I ahead. get another one. Right. I got Fine. this one. Exactly. I had a job before I had this one. Yeah. You know who I heard that from? Who? Cole Jackson. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Where that nigga at? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, and then my last thing that I had to bring here. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna do this all month, but so I was perusing my porn oh, yeah. as usual. Thank you. Did you get that that image? Oh, not the image. That uh, that masturbation month that I sent. Yes, you? it okay. was hilarious. All right. I was hoping you was gonna post that on the. On the I was, yeah, I, man. I completely forgot because you so, you did me via Instagram. But I'm, I'm so, gonna post it. Since you're perusing your porn, and it sounds like you're about to give us a porn star for this month. No. Oh. Okay. I don't, it's a kink. Oh. That I never knew Monthly about. Kinks. I might do a kink. A weekly uh, kink. It may be May kinks kink month. Okay. In May. I, I fuck with it. Cause okay. <laughs> Get it? So yeah, I know. Right. But the, here's the here's uh, like I don't know if you've heard of this or not. Have you ever heard of a porn of porn called financial domination? Financial domination? Yeah, I get fucked every day. <laughs> you just heard me talking about it. Nigga, what you talking about? Financial domination. Listen to this shit. Oh, I'm about to pay my bill. Oh, I just paid my rent. Listen to All this shit. All the power bill is due. Financial, I, I pulled the, the definition. Financial domination, or fandom for short, is one of many fetishes in the world of BDSM. Is most often t- it most often takes the form of sum- a submissive man giving his money and thus his control to a dominant woman, often a professional do- often a professional financial dominatrix, usually without any exchange of explicit sex services at all. Here's a quote: Financial domination is when someone wants you to <laughs> when someone wants you to have someone else's control of their money as a way of losing control, mm. and in some cases as a form of humiliation. Wow, I did not realize my dad was a member of this financial. <laughs> He's been married for like thirty years, and that that's what a marriage is. Wow, financial people get domination. off on this. No, it's called a marriage. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> It was a partnership with vows. This nigga just go, yeah, all right. So you got I, all the benefits of a marriage and all, <laughs> and none of the stress. So, so I no I, sex. You just give her money. I continue. I said I'm gonna watch this, and it's basically a woman who talks down to you and says, "Give me your money. I'm going to go buy this, this, and this. I'm gonna do this, this, and this. We're not and, doing this, this, and this. And it's it's weird. No, it's. I'm like, no, we're finna people, look this shit up. I'm pretty sure you are, <laughs> but oh, people, damn, not the right people, site. people get off to this, and I'm like, why is this a kink? Mm-hmm. Like, just get a girlfriend. Like, <laughs> how can I find this? What is it called? Fem what? It's called financial domination. Why the fuck won't my Google let me search porn? Cause I've never censored. looked for porn on my PC. That's that's why. Let me do this incognito. Yeah, shit. do that. Do that. That's the oh, it came up that time. That's the smartest thing. All ever. right, what is it? Fin F I N Dom. Yeah, let's find some this. It's so ah financial weird. domination. It's weird. Oh, she's got a whole. I don't think that's, that's, the, a, this that's the, it's, no. That, do the first one. That's that's pretty much. Pay me or I'll show you. What pay me or I'll show your wife the pictures? So um. You owe me quite a bit of money, don't you? No. I think you do. No. We had an agreement, remember? Mm-mm. That, I don't even know you. Uh, that you would 
me some photos. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Mm. I, think, I, think, I think that was the agreement, right? Because mm -hmm. you did give me your wife's email. Oh, what a dumbass. And we agreed that uh, if you didn't send me those photos, that, uh, that, uh... <laughs> She's horrible yeah. at this. Yeah, yeah, breaking news, a hooker was found dead in the hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, let's find another one. Uh, damn, it's the same lady. Uh, here we go. J-O-I. She sounds, she looks like Hey, she's baby. Real. I'm Lily Ray. Marshall. And I want you to jerk off with me live. What? No, you don't even. She looks like a boy. <laughs> the fuck I'm going to jerk off to that? It's like Catholic porn. <laughs> That's All right. terrible. Really? Oh, okay. how could you? All right. Well, I did. Shit. Hi, boys. It's Crystal Goddess here. <laughs> Not that I need the introduction. Mitch, if you don't shut the fuck up. Much you want to serve me. I know. How much? All right. <laughs> I'm skipping on that one. Everything that I now know about you. All of your little secrets. Your obsessive masturbation habits. You better pay up. She's you already give got me the your money. Fucking money. I want three hundred dollars in my PayPal right the fuck now, within twenty-four hours, or your wife's gonna find out that you jerk it to me. <laughs> Do you want her to find out about that? Do you want her to find out that you worship this fucking perfect <laughs> It's no ass at all. Where is it? <laughs> I see more thong than I see ass. Her thongs look like boy shorts. Oh my God. All right, so this is a new kink. I don't this think is, I can get down with it, to be honest with you. It's terrible. I don't think I can do it. Like I'm just saying, like this is who pay gets me a, money now, or I'm gonna tell your wife. Who gets off to that? You blackmailing me, bitch. Jesus Christ! Like, somebody getting off. To, I was hoping to find some comments, but uh, <laughs> nobody left comments on. This. Why would they? They've been financially dominated. Up, oh, that is true. <sighs> How'd you stumble upon this one? Trying to find some of the new yeah, black porn, like, nigga. I'm just. <laughs> what did you, you misspell to a, get to nah, financial domination? When I put in ebony porn, <laughs> it was this it was this black chick, and, and it was like financial domination. And I was like, huh? Yeah. And I was like, what is this? Mm. And then it was some black chick that was telling this white dude that she needs to, he needs to give her money, or else he's her wife. You know, this always, shit that you just seen. I always just type in ebony, and I find something decent. Damn, what this nigga? Black nigga laying the wood down on an Asian bitch. <laughs> <laughs> these fucking titles. Oh, they're great, aren't they? Why are they going with all these like stepbrother, sister, cousin that's now the titles? New, that's the I, new shit, I'm man. not feeling that shit. Nah. Ooh, that's damn, the new shit. Yeah, you are terrible. Hey, man. Keep talking. I'm going to mute it. <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> That's the best way to watch Instagram videos. <laughs> I'd be upset when they start talking. Like, like why? Uh, why is this motherfucker talking? Why are you? No, just stop. But yeah, so that that was my week. I guess I could bring a kink of the week. Yeah, that's fine. For May. Yeah. I guess that would be a new segment, kink of the week. Kink of the week. I'll make a thing thing for it. She got some nice. Uh, yeah. Let me close this. See. Let me. Oh, Thank wait. goodness for incognito. Oh. Let me uh bookmark this real quick. Yeah. Say this for later. 
Oh, she don't do nothing. Hold on, let me skim through this. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't doing shit. She just looked decent. Yeah, that's what it. That's what it. That's all it is. That's what it's about. She using a vibrator with her clothes on. All right, my nigga. Ah, uh, that's just that's dumb. Oh, Wasting energy and battery. That was my week. Hey, it was a good week, man. Um, getting shit back on track. Uh, and I mean that like it's the podcast and the website, and you getting your. I ain't gonna say your life together, but you that's some real focus, real. Pretty much yourself. my life, bro. I'm single, so fuck it. I might be able to use this time to hustle everything for the power of good. Yeah. All right, let's see unused, what I got. This unused sexual energy for something. <laughs> yeah, uh, we had a real quick. One more thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm at the ATM. This is my last thing, and then mm-hmm. we get to you. I was at the ATM, so I had some woman yell out of her car, "Hey, Cole, what you? How you doing?" And I was like. Hey, and she was like, "I'm gonna text you." She was like, "I gotta do. I'm doing getting my birthday, getting ready for my kid's birthday party." And I was like, "Okay, text me. Do you know who this is?" I'm like, "So and so." And she was like, "Uh uh-uh. uh," and just drove off. Did she ever text you? No. Hmm. I'm guessing they listened to the podcast because they said, "Hey, Cole." Well, they didn't say that. I had to oh, use Cole gotcha. because that's my what name did they name. say? They used my other name. Oh. Well, damn. But I'm like, I don't know who you are. And why she know that? How did she? Oh, anyway. She seen me from afar because she was on the street and I was at the ATM. I would have been like, drive off, bitch. I, I was she trying was, to be like, come over here. She was trying to do the financial domination. That you Probably right. so. Give me $300. <laughs> I'm going to tell my son that you his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Yeah. Child support for life. He's <laughs> like, mom, you told me this story three times already. <laughs> With three different niggas. Right. <laughs> But you still coming up with three hundred dollars. What kind of day did you have that day? Good Mom, Lord. what happened nine who years was, ago? Yeah, who was in line? <laughs> <laughs> Were you hanging out with Kobe Bryant? Oh, uh, <laughs> with the number eight jersey. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, he was going to some wild parties. Yeah, <laughs> she, had a, she had a cocktail <laughs> mixture. <laughs> just don't don't say nothing. Just just let me sit in that field. <laughs> Jesus. All right. I did not know there was hissing in that. I didn't either. That's so just amazing. <laughs> that hissing is. I in have that. some decent clips. Oh my god! Right. How was your week? I had a pretty Show decent done. week. I kind of tagged in with yours as my week. I just reaffirm myself, like what I want to do with the next couple of years of my life. Right. Like, my job is fun, but it's not a career, so it's time to find a career. There you go. So I'm just moving on. You know, it's, you it's bittersweet. I like what I do, but them niggas ain't fucking with me, so I ain't fucking with them. There you go. Gotta move on. There you go. But I did listen to some music. Did you listen to any music this week? Wait, can we shield before we do our music? Oh, we we definitely to? shield. We ain't shield. Shield. Well, shield. before I hit the thing, tell these people what you shilling. We are shilling my website, bykradio.net, where we are. I changed the tagline to indie music, indie culture. It used to be indie hip hop, indie culture, but I'm encompassing more of hip hop and R&B. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm like any. Indie music, indie culture, um, and with the indie culture part, we're encompassing podcasts, blogging. If you have something that you do, YouTubing, anything, we're gonna be your hub for that. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna come to us, and we're gonna we're gonna prominently put you out there. So, this podcast is brought to you by BYKRadio.net Podcast Network, where we have some of the best podcasts on the internet. <laughs> 
Every Tuesday, Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson bring you the checks and balances of social commentary. Every Wednesday and Thursday, you have the social introvert with Sid Davis bringing you music. What's happening in the news right now? And on Fridays, we have Rain Coleman, Carefree Black Nerd. If you're looking for black nerd culture, Carefree Black Nerd has what you're looking for. TV shows, comic books, movies, anything in black nerd culture you're looking for, Rain Coleman has it for you. BYNKRadio.net, indie hip-hop, indie culture. Yeah, I'm gonna have a new one of those next week because we're we're gonna be indie music, indie culture. We're gonna we're gonna encompass everything. Switching it up, switching it um, up. Um, what you been listening to? You got any new tunes? I I listen to Logic and Eminem's Homicide. Homicide. And you- let me say this: I loved it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was amazing. Mm. I liked that they ate my the little comedian dude who talked. Of course, Walter. He, he was like, he was like, and he and he ate mild him. He ate mild his ass. He used his flow in the flow, right? Eminem. He was like, I'm bringing back the Habana Habana right. and all that shit. And like, yo, okay. um, I listened to every song like three times, and hmm. that's it. Can't. I mean, I would listen to it more, but yeah. like when it first came out, I was like, man, hit that. I was like, bring that back, bring that back. Logic bring killed that, back. that shit. Oh god. I mean, logic, logic. He, that's his style. He is lyrical miracle. Lyrical miracle. That's lyrical. him. Yeah. Um, I thought it was it was a good song. I'm glad that they did it. Um, I think this is something that I pretty much I'm sure Logic got his rocks off because it was Eminem, right? And that made him feel. Like, you think Eminem hang with Logic on that one? Who you think did better on that on that song? Mm, I gotta give it to Logic. Me too. I mean, M has some bars on that bitch. Like what? Uh, I knew you was gonna say that. Let me find my shit. Let me find my. I just when he said the roof, the roof line, it'd be like over I, your head. Yeah, it'd be over your head, yeah. and then you wouldn't get the roof, and then I was it's like, still yeah. over your head, right? Yeah, I got you. And I like, and that. he he used roof like roof, yeah. Like he was like a dog. As a yeah, dog. yeah. I got that. That was cool. And then yeah, yeah, one more on that. I like the chicka 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 chicka. You know that was really cool. Yeah. I've been saying that like for the last two days. Right, now. right, right. Uh, I like how Eminem transitioned into it. Like Logic was doing the chicka chicka chicka, and then. Eminem started doing it and he said jigga 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 like Jay-Z mm-hmm. and started flipping the flow off of that the wordplay was really good I, I really enjoyed the song but I think Logic came a little harder maybe because his verse I mean, was longer I felt like because it was, oh, go ahead, it go was ahead. more diverse like what he was talking about his topics like he was like you've been flipping this like nigga shit mm-hmm. nigga shit and like I don't know it, he just seem more at home with it like you could definitely tell it was a logic song featuring eminem mm-hmm. and usually when eminem is on an album or a song he's the dominant artist i felt like logic kind of when he knew this was gonna happen i'm pretty sure Logic he was like, some shit. he was just like <laughs> yeah. i gotta come out with probably the best the best 16 yeah. i could come out with possibly mm. and then you know that's one of his idols bro you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. like i just felt like logic was like fuck that like i'm finna i'm about to spit like mm. a mother and we know logic can can that's he, what he do he can he can rap the nigga really can rap mm. so it ain't like you know he terrible mm. um i think a lot of people get down on logic because of everybody thinks he's commercial um everybody uh logic like the oh, that yeah. album which he's not because I'm telling you, Bobby Tarantino was it last year? Bobby Tarantino was one of the best projects that came mm-hmm. out last year. I, I I think Logic's awesome, bro. I love Logic, so <laughs> I thought this I thought this song was dope as fuck. I, I'm I'm happy that it happened. Uh, I think Eminem brought the the best out of him, so I'm with it. I fuck with it. Well, I definitely listened to that, and I also listened to Tink. 
her mixtape just came out and it's called voicemails <laughs> i'm laughing because i don't listen to r&b I don't know why I found this. But Tink was a rapper at one point, and this, this is a different Tink. Well, it's her. It's the rapper, the Ratchet Commandments lady. Yeah. I really enjoyed that song, and I had to, when I seen this pop up on Google Music, I was like, hey, let me check it out, see she what else she got. Uh, Timbaland was fucking with her. Yeah, and I love Timbaland beats. I don't yeah. know if they still fucking or not, but fucking with each other. <laughs> but, Black nigga. Yeah, but she got this, this concept album called Voicemail, where mm-hmm. it's about her dealing with this dude named Deshaun mm-hmm. and he ain't fucking with her no more and he lost his phone or something happened to his phone and she's leaving him a whole bunch of voicemails you know throughout the whole project mm-hmm. but she's like well you've been gone for so long you ain't fucking with me no more you piece of shit ass nigga I know you out there fucking somebody else so the usual right it's a ratchet story so <laughs> she has her voicemails playing where her, her friends been calling her and you know saying all kinds of shit and then one this dude called her talking about, hey, it's been a while since you kicked it with me. I know that broke boy ain't fucking with you like I would fuck with you. You should mm-hmm. come hang with me. So she ended up hanging with the dude, fucking him and all that kind of shit. And she leaves a voicemail on her friend's phone talking about how wonderful it was hanging out with this new dude. Mm-hmm. And then her friend leaks all that information back to her original dude. And he leaves a voicemail talking about, I heard some shit about you in these streets. Mm-hmm. He said, well, the reason I ain't been calling you is because I was on the toilet and I dropped my phone. Now, how likely is that story? Hmm. Sound like some bullshit, don't it? It does. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's what I liked about it. But she also have some pretty decent songs on there. Mm-hmm. This song called Bad Side, it's a mixtape. Mm-hmm. So it's not for sale. So I'm going to play a segment <laughs> of it. <laughs> I really would like to hear like a Wale or a J. Cole on this song. I wonder if we, when we get on Spotify, we can do that with mixtapes too. Chicka, 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 chicka. <laughs> I just relate to this song a lot. Just the other day we had a normal conversation. Now we fighting and he telling me he hates me. Telling me I'm nothing. I just want to love him. Hate it when we fighting and cursing all in the driveway. Now we ain't been talking from Sunday, Monday to Friday. I think I should hit you, but talking is not an option. Talking is not an option. Goddamn. Missing your phone calls, your body up under man When it's cold as the winter time, you treated me wrong And I treated you fail But I ain't gonna try to act like I'm over you now Talking to myself, wanna know just how you felt Are you lonely while I'm gone or did you meet somebody else? Is she taking care of you? Can't believe we're really through If you ever feeling lonely, then you know just what to do Blow I'ma check that out, I need yeah. I really fuck with it, man. I just wish she had some rappers on there other than her. I mean, she can rap. I like how she talks and mm-hmm. the subject matters and stuff. But it would be nice to hear like a tough voice juxtaposed to her soft sounding, you know, right. voice. I like it. Like I would really want like a mixtape project with, like I say, Wale or J. Mm-hmm. Cole or I don't know, just some some up and coming rapper that shot, you know, kind of mm-hmm. give another perspective on the stuff she's talking about. Yeah, most but definitely. It's, it's very dope. Tink is T I N K. Voicemails is her mixtape. Check that out. Also, listen to the Homicide. You know, that was dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, ASAP Rocky got a new song out, and I will not dare play that. <laughs> um, but it's ASAP Rocky. I think it's called Energy or something shit like that. Mm, it's all right, it right, man. I don't know what's going on with Rocky, man. I like Rocky, but. He's not pesos. He, he ain't. ASAP I don't no think more. he care about rap no more. 
Which, yeah, because he I got modeling deals and right. shit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, last thing I got is uh, I'm a fan Ooh. of I'm a fan of this dude. Um, uh, I got the new Hood Rich Pablo one. Oh yeah. Uh, he had a new uh, I guess project drop called Blow the movie, and it's basically a playing off of the old Johnny Depp movie Blow. Ah, uh, I thought it was dope, man. It's got twelve tracks on there. He's got Young Thug on there. He's got Young Dolph. He's got Gunner, Navs on there. Key Glock. Um, he got the you know, he got he team. got he well you know them the young them the young gritty motherfuckers right now. Nav. Yeah. Well, young, <laughs> I mean like Young Thug and, and Young like I hate Young Dolph, but I like Young Dolph. You know what I'm saying? Like Young Dolph ain't shit, but that nigga be rapping about some some hood drug dealing type shit, and I love that shit. Damn. But um. It's twelve tracks. It's actually pretty good. Mm. Um, I'm speaking from a fan point of view, so I'm mostly I'm I'm actually kind of being a little bit biased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because um, I like Hood Hood Rich Pablo Juan. I think he's dope. Um, but if you guys just want some, some, I guess some gutter shit, mm. <laughs> um, drug dealing, uh, I got bitches type shit. Pick up Hood Rich Pablo Juan. Blow the movie. I was streaming most definitely. <laughs> well, if you want something opposite of that. I've been listening to Kevin Abstract. This dude is uh, Sid knew about him. I ain't never heard of him. He came from some other singing group. I don't remember the name that Sid said he came from, but his album is called Arizona Baby. Mm-hmm. Eleven songs. It's kind of like a fusion between Outkast, the best Kendrick Lamar wannabe impression, impression, mm-hmm. and just some weird abstract music. Hmm. Uh, I don't know how I found him. I was just browsing through Google Music again, and then I found this album where this guy has this huge gap tooth and this crazy smile. I was yeah, like, I seen that too. I ain't even picked that. I should have picked that shit up. I was just like, this is such a weird cover. I, I want to see what this black dude is talking about. Right. And as he was rapping, he said this line. He's like, I'm a cum chaser. And I was like, maybe he means like, I don't know how you eat them out. Eat them. No, maybe he just meant like he was a paper chaser, mm-hmm. and and then he said something else that had like a sexual innu- innuendo. And I was like, oh, he's openly gay, which isn't ain't shocking or nothing. Right. It's just not something that you hear about. You know, people braggadociously rapping like, yeah, 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 I'm a cum chaser. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> so. It's just it's it's not weird because right. throughout the whole project he's like yeah I'm gay who right. cares yeah. I be rapping about my boyfriend I go through the same shit that y'all straight motherfuckers go through you know and and it's cool to hear somebody who is gay not being thrusting that into like the forefront it's like this is the reason why you should listen to me is because I'm gay it's like nah he's a dope ass rapper dope ass musician who just happens to be gay so yeah. I, I, I mean, like the music I would I fuck with it. Yeah, I mean, I, Kevin I, Abstract. Yeah, I wanted to check him out. I still might get a chance. To he check got him this out. song "Joyride." It's really dope. I like that song. Good deal. I, I fuck with it, man. All right, what else? What else we got? All right, so we have emails, folks. We actually Ooh. got a couple emails. I know we uh, we uh, we good. We good. We, man, good. we good. We're gonna do this. So, uh, first email is from Big Shane. Um, let me uh go ahead and get this going. All right, so Big Shane says your show is dope. He ain't got no subject. I know I know show gonna be like, what's, the, what's the subject, nigga? What's the damn subject? No subject. Uh so Big Shane says, Your show is dope. Listening to you guys, it's like chilling out with two of my homies just kicking it. Except 
I don't get to say shit until now. <laughs> Cole, can you do something for me, please? Give the A cups and B cups some attention. Mm. Big titties, which I like to call jumbos, are cool, but all titties are beautiful and uh, need to be talked about. Sometimes you just need a handful. Huh. I can't do that, Shane. I can. Because I like big titties. I like small titties. I like I'm an ass man, so I take a titty at big all sides. titties in my face. I, I want to suffocate. Jesus. Yes. You ever had a titty that was too big? Yes. And I loved every second I, of it. I'm not. Put my hand, I just rest my head on them. It's like <laughs> when she lay back on her back and it just like whoa. and then the nipples get hard and go on my ear. Oh, it's great! Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> what kind of sensual experience oh, are you have? This nigga financial domination. She fucking your ear. You want financial domination, folks? Have big titties. Uh, <laughs> and right. Shogun. Yes, sir. I want my DC Universe hookup. You've been ducking me. You've been ducking me, ducking this since you said you were going to bless someone with it. Admittedly, I might not be the only one that wants it, but I'm the only one that that I know <laughs> of. Of I'm the only one that I know of that's still looking for it. Okay, I will join in on the uh, Titans Pod conversation with okay. you and Rain. Uh, make this happen, please. Yes, it will happen. <laughs> Send me your Cash App information <laughs> on Instagram. If you don't have Instagram, you know you got my Twitter. So send it to me on Twitter. Got me on the Twitter. Yeah, I'll send uh, it to you. Finally, keep doing what you guys do. I've spent over 5,000 miles listening to Government Name Podcast Jesus. and expect to do many more. I do, however, need to know where can I find the episode, like the episodes that, are, that predate 2018. I listen on Apple Podcasts and can't find them. Uh, you can actually go to Google Play, and I think they own that still. We told them Apple last time. Uh, I think it's on Google Play. I, I mean, I think they gone. They <laughs> got so say, basically. I'm gonna be with you. Basically, I mean, what happened gone. was we got our shit took. Yeah, and they was gone. Yeah. So, but thank you, Big Shane, for Big Shane for uh the email. And next we have. Don't forget to DM me, man. Please. Actually, I'm gonna send you a message right now. <laughs> uh the next I guess okay, so this is from the Nerd Plate. Uh Nerd Plate with is uh Leroy and Rockman. Uh they come out every Tuesday and Thursday. Thursday, yes. Yeah. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right. <laughs> here this is a long one. So uh here is the subject. What it the is fuck? Yeah, what? I'm sorry. No, just keep going. Okay. Uh, the subject is y'all just don't want to believe the truth. Y'all just don't want to believe the truth. Um, so it starts off. What's up, fellas? Lee right here from the Nerd Plate. You know the greatest nerd podcast on Earth six one six. I'm a longtime listener of the show since uh the beginning, and still maintain that you guys are one of the best shows out. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, y'all nigga, <laughs> y'all make a nigga Tuesday morning drive worthwhile. We appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Um, I had to email y'all because I have been meaning to do this for a while. Because I have some things that resting on my spirit, but shit keep coming up. I want y'all, I want y'all to get back on some of the segments that no longer make it into the show mm. anymore, such as digging in, digging in the crates with Cole. I will do that. I need to do that for real. I miss doing that. Uh, Shouts out to my family, uh, my nigga doing real uh, grande shit, or the music that used to come out with the quick hits <laughs> was legendary. Shogun took that music away, by the yeah, way. Yeah, because they was taking our podcast away. What? The quick hits? What about Oh, it? I'm sorry. I was thinking of the music transition. No, it was remember we had music the, playing yeah. in the background. He uh, liked that shit. Okay. <laughs> he said the music Legendary? 
I, I enjoyed right, it. Right, I enjoyed right, it. Okay. Shogun was like, this is a podcast for the people. And if the people want, then my my job is to give the people what they want. The music will be back. <laughs> they want you to start putting your dick in them. Well, anyway, <laughs> I think you you two I think you two should go on your own shows at least once a month. Cole definitely needs to hit us with some financial advice because when I rule the world, I definitely I gonna need I definitely gonna need to know whether or not I need to put China's money in a brokerage CD or in an IRA account. Well, it's China's money, nigga. <laughs> it's gonna be in their pocket. Exactly. <laughs> And what should I do with the massive oil money I plan on getting from the Middle East? I'm thinking a few mutual funds or possibly physical commodities. I don't know. I just know that I need to. Uh, I need that kind of advice and should definitely look into uh, how that shit flows. All right. <laughs> so okay. he wants a solo show from each one of us? Yeah. Okay. Can we do that? Yeah, we can definitely do that. I've always thought about my own solo show. Not that I would leave. I was just like, <laughs> this nigga came with the judgmental eyes. My own solo show, because I'm like, yo, I be talking about some shit that you don't give a fuck about. Sometimes. Most times. Finish, hurt, finish, hurt, re- finish reading the email. That hurt my feelings. Because I was, you know, I be talking about some other shit. That hurt my feelings. Show, <laughs> well, look at this. Showgirl should definitely put put the ten four hat on for a whole show because I feel like he needs to get it out. I feel, I feel you, conspiracy brother. Get your get on your soapbox and let let that shit flow. Let it go. Uh, let it go. On your last. On your last show, I do know I had a problem with the story of the young lady who banned all types of let's just say let's just call it street clothes uh, of the school. Now I work for a company that services kids, mostly uh, minority ones, in a mentorship program or mentorship capacity. I personally can't stand when niggas, our people, uh, show up looking throw it away. It sets a bad example for the kids. The do rag is not a part of an, an ensemble, nor is the damn shower cap. Mm-hmm. My nigga, it is a shower cap for the uh for who <laughs> who the shot who <laughs> my nigga it's it is a shower cap for the shower. Who the fuck started that dumbass trend? I do understand styles change, but you can wear, you know, some pants or you know, you can wear some pants that don't have that don't have you looking like extra in a music video. Mm. Damn man, it's hard enough to try to teach these kids something positive when you have to fight against rappers, social media, and some parents. Jeans can be cut, but you realistically don't need your whole thigh out. <laughs> He's got a point. Uh, out of your jeans. Um, when I need to talk to you about your son's behavior. Oh, that makes sense. I understand fully the struggles of being a single mother after being surrounded by them for the past seven years. But goddamn, man, put something on your, put something on. <laughs> wait, but goddamn, man, put something on that covers you up. Now the real nigga side of me be looking hard as hell. It's problematic, but <laughs> but I have to put him in check because I'm here to set an example for the kids. Uh, dudes be coming in with their pants literally below their ass, and that annoys me to no end. And I have and have the nerve to tell to say, listen to Mr. Leroy, son, as I tell them to pull their pants up, and he gets and he gets picked up when he gets picked up. Shit is depressing. Uh, to have us looking like stereotypes. Mm. I'm sorry, but the shit has always bugged me ever since I got into youth development. Whew. Damn, that is fucked up. And when the story came up Tuesday, I was ready. As I look at this, e- I, as I look at this email, it's long as fuck. 
So I'll leave with I'll leave you with that. Keep up the good work, fellas. Long live BYNK brand. Still waiting on hashtag hustle everything t-shirts. Uh yo homie Leroy T. Ket from Esquire, Super Saiyan of All Affairs. Whew. Alright. That was long. I struggled through it because I have an eighth grade education. Shogun. Sir. What do you think? I have no issues with anything he said on that email. Uh I get it. You want the kids to see an example of the world that's better than, you know, than what they're what they're getting. But I'm not sure if the school is the right people to be telling these parents that they can't come into this place because of the way that they dress. Miss mm-hmm. um, On Point talked about it and on his show, you know, mm-hmm. Conversation Corner Artist, and he came at it with the classism type thing. And I mm-hmm. can see it from that lens, too. I feel that way as well. It it just. Can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. So. After talking to, because I actually talked to Leroy, and then uh, I talked to one of our other listeners, Doug, which actually he should have sent an email. I asked him to. Um, and Doug made a, a point. Doug said something that made sense. He mm-hmm. said, we talked to our kids. Now, mind you, Shogun and I, we don't have kids. None. Um, that I know of. That I know of. But mind you, we asked our kids to be reputation representation of us. He's like, what's the problem with us representing them in the correct way? Um, and I and I was like, well, damn, nigga, like you said some shit then. He's like, what's wrong with that? And I was like, well, shit, you got a point. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at it like this. I, I I really feel like the lady ain't really asking for that much. She just wants motherfuckers to just look decent. Mm. I don't think that's too much to ask, especially if. It's a situation where the lady, the principal is is just saying, hey, represent yourself a little bit better. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, and then Leroy has a point. It's kind of hard for him to tell a kid to do something when your dad's doing the complete opposite of what he's telling you to do. No, it's not. It's not hard. You tell the kid to do what, exactly what you want them to do. You got to set that example because that's the role that you're playing. You you can't pick and choose these children's fathers and their role models. Mm-hmm. He's just got to play his role. You, you might send that child to a fucked up situation at home. You can call, you know, the authorities if the kid's in danger of he's being treated unfairly or wrong. But you got to set the example. You got to tell him, like, hey, I understand where you're coming from. I see what you're going through. But there's other ways to live. Like, you don't have to follow that same pattern that everybody else is doing. But that's his dad. If his dad so, had his pants hanging under his below his ass, it's kind of hard for him to tell that kid to pull his pants up and you dad. No, it's dad. not. You just tell him exactly like I'm doing now. It's not hard to say that. But Will you're not listen? his dad. Who cares? His dad. Well, I understand that, but <laughs> it's not his role to tell this kid how to live either. He's just trying to set an example that there's other ways to live. You're, you're, you're saying the father trumps everything, right? Yeah. Okay. That's your opinion about it. Right. So Leroy's opinion about this is, hey, the way your father is living is not my professional opinion, the, that the way you should be living. There's other ways. You could be like me. You know, I have my pants pulled up. I'm proper and I'm talking decent. You know, there's, what am I trying to say? You don't have to be the spitting image of the world that you want to live in. You just try to 
nudge these children to create the world that you prefer to be in. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Kids don't. A kid kind of. Well, I can't say what a kid understands or what they don't understand. Cause kids are smart, but you know, I mean, it's kind of hard for a kid to realize that in some cases. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's how like, is it hard if you're explaining it to them? Because at the end of the day, their dad still wears his pants. He sag his pants, and and it's like, you know, all right, Mister Leroy, you can tell me now you want to, but look what my dad doing. Well, like, I, I, like I, I'll you use can, myself and you ex- can say as an that, example. but. I'm going to still sag my pants. Okay, that's cool. I'm using myself as an example. My father drank heavily. Mm-hmm. He's a, a, an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I didn't tr- I didn't touch alcohol until I turned like 22. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've seen the effects of what that lifestyle can do to you. Mm-hmm. So I stayed clear away from it because I was afraid of it. Mm-hmm. Now I drink whatever. I'm not an alcoholic, but I know in moderation. The same way a child could see a lifestyle being detrimental to his future, they could choose to go follow that or not to follow it. Mm-hmm. You just got to give them the options. You, you're telling them like, hey, that's one way to do it. You don't have to do it that way. But mm-hmm. if you choose not to, you can be a, a you can be a man by pulling your pants up. What if <laughs> in Friday? Pops. Man without it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Pops was trying to tell his son. He was like, look. Y'all boys today, y'all so quick to run and get a gun. In my day, we just used our fists and we fought. We we lost, but we lived to keep on going. Mm-hmm. Key you word either, is that was his dad. Yeah, it was his not dad. The, not the neighbor. Yeah, I'm saying it was his dad, but I mean, you could choose to listen to him or not. Mm. He still had the gun though, right? He pulled the gun out at, on D-Boy at the end of the movie, right? But he put it down and he fought him. He fought him, yeah. At the end, he's listened to him, but he didn't follow his rule. I'm just saying, like, you don't you don't have to think that you're the the end all be all because you're one positive role model. Kids are going to have multiple role models. They're going to look at. Yes, it is hard combating the shit that they see on MTV or on YouTube. You're going to see a lot of dumbass shit. But as long as you're doing the right thing and showing these kids that there is another way to live, another guiding light, mm-hmm. I feel like they'll be all right. Mm-hmm. We grew up with Tupac, Biggie, and the most murderous sounding <laughs> rap out there. Have we ever murdered anybody? All right, I've never murdered anybody. <laughs> nah, just, nah, we gonna edit this. <laughs> I've never murdered anybody, so I don't know. I had some of the worst people. DMX is one of my favorite rappers. He will pray on one track, fuck, and rape bitches on the next. And smoke crack. And smoke crack. And then rob a motherfucker. I one love more, DMX. One more road to cross. Hey, one, one more bridge to take. To take. <laughs> but I'm Gotta just saying, like, even I'm, I'm using myself as an example. Right. I think I'm an upstanding, you know, citizen. I don't. I've never murdered anybody, and maybe style is different. But as far as a lifestyle versus the way I wear my pants, those are two different things. I don't feel like the school is the right place to be telling these kids what their parents should be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel you. Yes. It, it's going to correlate to how some of these kids turn out mm-hmm. because they're going to mimic what they see their parents doing. Right. But who is the school to tell these kids or I don't know. I just feel like a lot of the shit too, man, has to do with like, I remember back in the day, 
if somebody's mom came up looking raggedy as fuck, guess what? You we joked on we them. gonna at lunchtime. Yeah, we Ooh, look at roasted. your mama here with them ashy ass ankles. We roasted. Why she got the rollers in her hair, nigga. Where but, your mama at? Why she walked to school? Y'all ain't got no car, broke ass motherfucker. I also remember some fights coming from that shit. Oh yeah, nigga, you ain't gonna talk about my mama. I know. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, shit. But you learn though. But you learn. I think being a, re- a representation, like Doug said. Like what's wrong with representing your kids in the correct way? You know what I'm saying? If you asking your kids to represent you right, why can't you do the same for your kids? I don't think these are the the same students. The parents, I don't know. I I, you get what I'm I, I don't have any standing to say what I'm what I'm thinking. Right. But I at mean, the same time, it's just my opinion. It, mine too. I mean, I just don't feel like the school is the right people to be telling the parents how to dress. But I don't think she asked her because for I know much. a lot of good dudes out there who do wear goals, got gold yeah. front teeth in there. But they but she ain't saying day. no goals. She no, just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying this is an image that he's portraying. The image is that he looked hood, right? Quote unquote hood. He's got gold in his mouth, pants all sagging, but he's there every day with his kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's making sure his kids getting his homework done, getting food and everything. Got money in his pocket. He's clean. You know what I'm saying? He's setting an example for his son. But you can't judge this man based on his image because that image is not the cookie cutter picture that you would think he should be. He's not the Cliff Huxtable. Mm. I just don't see personal opinion. I don't see just putting on some jeans and t-shirt. That's how I'm looking at it. What if they don't have it? What if they can't afford it? Mm. Then how you gonna afford Mm. How you gonna afford a kid? No, no, no. Nah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's a lot of nitpicking with this on both sides. I feel exactly, yeah. Nitpicking I think it's is a nice, I mean, because I really feel like people got regular jeans. Like, you just, your whole wardrobe can't just be pajamas. Is it right that the mom. And, yeah. She, I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't your whole wardrobe. I'm sorry. I, that's That's hard for me to believe. Are they asking for too much? No. But is it fair that these schools are telling these parents how to dress? No. That's that's how I feel. Mm. Like, of course these parents got other clothes they can put on where it's not showing their whole ass. I don't know why they did that. I can't speak for them. <laughs> but I don't feel Trying like... To catch a man. <laughs> you know, say if I came to that school and I had an emergency and I had to run up there and I'm just in like a t-shirt and some sweatpants, you know, or a do-rag on my head, you know what I'm saying? Like... Why can't I wear a do rag? <laughs> this shit ain't got nothing to do with why I'm here. Mm-hmm. This is my child. Give me my child. Shut the fuck up. Hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure we'll get some more dialogue with yeah, this. Yeah, we'll definitely get that. Um, I ain't got no kids, so, you know. I ain't got nothing either, so. It is what it is. If you guys want to uh, send us an email and have your opinion about what we talk about on the show, you can send us an email via government speak. G-U-B-M-I-N-T-S-P-A-K at gmail.com. Email us or DM us. Just do uh, at Governor Podcast on IG. We'll take you. We'll get it all. And Shane just got the information for the DC Universe, so he should be watching stuff now. I just fixed it. Told you. Governor Podcast, podcast of the people. <laughs> the people's champ. Yeah. All right, man. I guess it's that time, right? It's probably about that time. Woo, it's way past that time. Nah, it's yeah. just that time. It's that right time for us to get into the. Rundown is where Cole Jackson, Shogun, take news clips and bites, chew them up, spit them out, and tell you what it's all about. Today, I'm going to start it out with this new shit. New trends, new trends, new trends. Are you ready? Am I? 
Would you say I have decent skin? Why, yes. You know how I got this nice, even balance of skin? No, I don't. Let I exfoliate. Quick, quick, quick question. Quick question. What the fuck is that? I was looking for that sh- that peppermint shit. Okay. Everywhere. The, the Dr. Have, Bronner's. That's is, what it. Write the shit. The text it to me. God <laughs> damn it. I looked. I just looked for the shit everywhere, and I can't find. The I don't shit. know if you can hear it in my voice. <laughs> Real quick. So I was taking a shower this morning, right? right. <laughs> and so I'm using it on my head. I'm right. washing my head. I exfoliate. That's my secret. Yes. So I'm exfoliating with this peppermint Dr. Bronner's like soap yes and it runs down my face and i'm breathing through my <laughs> nose and i inhale this peppermint flavored dr Bronner's soap into the back of my throat dog i have been sneezing coughing <laughs> and blowing my nose all day i'm fighting it right now to hold it back it has been the most excruciating pain i have ever felt on the inside of my body but your skin look good hey, my though, skin baby. look good though yeah i was looking for that dr shit. bronner's the best shit ever i went to target and i was like i can't find the shit because it's not in the soap aisle it's next huh? to the makeups and all that stuff really yeah yeah it's, you yeah. nigga hey, i was about to text you yesterday because i was at target have. and i was like i wasn't doing shit i was like i was like where's this shit at i was it was like 7 30 i was like Cause I went out and so I was. I wasn't like, doing. I was, I was probably for, in the Target at seven thirty. I was, I was buying looking. drinks and tequila, <laughs> single de Mayo. <laughs> I was looking for. Uh, I was looking for. I was. Just, I went to Target because I was gonna yeah. get me some clothes. Yeah. And then I was like, eh. any clothes? I was like, nah. I might yeah. get some like for the hoes. I might. Nah, man. Any for, clothes for, for the hoes. I, got, I need more work clothes. Oh yeah. So I was Coles, like, my nigga. I get my clothes at Kohl's Target, for these hoes. I got my Easter outfit at Target. Mm. I got some nice looking chinos, and then yeah, I got right. me some damn a shirt, and it was. Yeah. Yeah, Did it fit right? Cause yeah. Target shit don't be cut right for me. It, cut right it ain't for big. Me. It ain't big boy friendly. Well, but speaking of cutting, <laughs> this is the cutting edge of technology. So exfoliating. Well, yeah, you know everybody wants the best looking skin possible, right? Of course. And so people do amazing things to get the best looking skin possible. Like having a vampire facial. You ever what heard of that? What the fuck is that? <laughs> well, it was popularized by Kim Kardashian. So how could this go wrong, right? So a vampire facial is where they take your blood. Wait a minute. It gets better. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> they take your blood and they cycle it and they eradicate the red blood cells in there and just keeps the plasma, right? The plasma in your blood is what makes the scabs and all that shit on your body. It's the healing factor of humans. So they spray all this shit, well, they inject it into your skin on your face, the plasma, through using your blood. So this is a new treatment that's supposed to have a more youthful look, you know, for your skin and whatnot. Cole, you don't seem too impressed right now. Uh-uh. Why? Because you feel like there could be some it's side effects blood, or something? Nigga, yeah. What, what, could, what possible side effects could come from this? <laughs> yeah, right. It scabbed my face up. All right. Well, uh, possible side effects could be uh, contamination for HIV. It's the bloody beauty craze that's gone mainstream. But now New Mexico health officials are investigating two cases of HIV among clients who received so-called vampire facials at an Albuquerque spa. It was shut down last year by the New Mexico Health Department. The facial, also known as the platelet-rich plasma facial, gained popularity years ago when Kim Kardashian, Bar Raffaele, and even Rupert Everett sought out its promise of younger, brighter skin. First, you draw the patient's blood. 
then spin it to remove the red cells, and finally microneedle or inject the remaining nutrient-rich plasma into the face, all for around $1,200. PRP facials are outstanding for improving texture, discoloration, acne scarring, fine lines and wrinkles. The equipment used in the facial is FDA approved, but the agency doesn't weigh in on its cosmetic benefits. The tips are single use. What happened in New Mexico could have been any, they could have reused the tip, they could have gotten blood on the instrument itself. Always use a board certified doctor to reduce your risk of complications during the vampire facial. Molly Hunter, NBC News. Vampire facial. No! No! Why not? Because niggas don't know how to do shit, do the shit right. Price of vanity, my nigga. Twelve hundred motherfucking dollars. The price of vanity. Fuck that. That's mm. dumb as fuck. I mean, you use your blood if you ain't. I mean, it's already in your yeah, blood. Yeah, the system. lady just said if they well, if they fuck around and use the needle more than once, then you could right. get AIDS. And so single HIV. use. You would think for twelve. <laughs> See, look at you can't even say the shit with a straight face. You black. You would nigga. think they would throw the tip away. <laughs> nope. <laughs> just just as you can. As you, <laughs> As you can clearly see, there's dum dums everywhere. And yeah. you fucking with blood. They got HIV. HIV. That's a hell of a lawsuit. Man. <laughs> yeah. What what is Fuck? <laughs> this is this is horrible. Yes. No, it is horrible, Shogun. Like I mean can't. it is, yes. <laughs> but I need content. I mean, <laughs> I'm, paying, I'm paying you twelve hundred dollars for some for HIV. I, I can did pay it, a prostitute for that. I mean, probably for a better price. Yes, best price. Right. Why are you such a sucker? Eight hundred. <laughs> Why are you paying I'm me eight hundred dollars down for eight hundred no, for no condom sex with wait, a prostitute? Wait, wait. I'm charging twelve hundred. Where the eight hundred come from? If the prostitute charged me eight hundred for no condom sex, I'm in that that weeds. I'm I not get paying eight hundred dollars for no condom sex. You paying twelve hundred dollars for this vampire face? Nigga, I'd rather have financial domination than this <laughs> shit. I'm not paying no eight hundred dollars. <laughs> what the fuck wrong with you for this some is sex? Stupid. Yes, that's stupid, guy. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Vampire face. See, facial, Kim Kardashian leading you down the wrong goddamn path all the she time. She didn't tell you to get HIV. <laughs> she told you get these vampire facials. Speaking of the wrong path, cops arrest suspect in a twenty-one thousand dollar Victoria's Secret panty raid. Wow! Pennsylvania cops have identified two suspects involved in an epic panty raid: mm. Ida Mercado, eighteen years old, and a minor that is identified as BC. That's what they put in the story. Poached, because a child <laughs> poached. I guess so. Poached two thousand pair of underwear Wait, from Vic. Did they say poached? Yes, <laughs> two thousand <laughs> pairs of underwear from Victoria's Secret Store, <laughs> Victoria's Secret Store in Hampton, Hampton Mall, April the seventh. Now, Mikado and BC were identified and arrested during an unrelated drug investigation in Virginia. <laughs> the duo reportedly had still had the twenty-one thousand dollars worth of pilfered panties. Say that three times fast. Pilfer panties, pilfer panties, pilfer panties. <laughs> With them when they were busted in Virginia. Now cops say <laughs> cops said that the thong nappers <laughs> went to the store with booster bags which have special linings to prevent electronic security tags from being ah. triggered uh, al- trigger, triggering alarms as they exited the store. Mikado is, uh, is accused of swiping the undies from a display table and digging through drawers for more drawers while employees helped customers. 
Okay. The miner acted as the lookout. Mm. Now, the hall was broken down like this. 375 hipster panties worth $3,937. Mm. 375 cut thongs worth $3,937. A mm. thousand thongs worth $10,500. And 250 raw cut hip hugging panties for worth $2,625. The arrest warrant was issued for Mikado, uh, who faces felony charges for retail theft and conspiracy and a misdemeanor charge for possession of an instrument of crime. Mm. The the minor, known as BC, faces juvenile charges. Shogun, mm, mm, mm. did you know paintings cost that much? Yeah. And Victoria's Secret. You clearly have not taken the girl shopping in Victoria's Secret. <laughs> it ain't tricky to be bra in there is like $80 God. up. Damn it. Yeah, you want them big titties to be sitting right? <laughs> <laughs> of course I want them to be sitting Shit. right. That's why niggas got small titty girls. <laughs> we know how expensive them bras are, nigga. Fuck you. Eh. I don't need all that, Let nigga. the Europeans you deal a, with this you madness. You need a hoist and a latch. Nigga. Yeah, I like 20? a girl who can wear a sports bra. <laughs> you ever pull up a sports yeah, I, look. <laughs> I pulled you want a good, you want a great surprise? Let her wear a sports bra to your place and pull and pull it up and let those big mamma jammas come out and hit you in the no, face. What, what do you call them? Jumbos. Jumbos. Yeah. Let those big jumbos come out and hit you in the face. God, man, I man, I love it when women do that shit. Just pull it, fucking. We should go to Mardi Gras one year. <laughs> Ooh. What? What? No, you can't. No, there's a few. You cannot say ooh after you just like. Oh, I want to see I'm some big jumbo. I'm pretty sure some titties there that I don't. It's some fried eggs. Don't throw them. Don't. They don't get bees, my nigga. You keep your bees. Be stingy with the bees. Be like, uh, uh-uh. uh, you. No, not you. Huh? How the fuck? Tap that pretty girl on her shoulder. How the fuck did they get away with twenty one thousand dollars worth of draws? You heard they got. Plastic lining bags that dampen the signal so they can't get caught. I've never heard of those. So in Victoria's Secret, they have all their pennies out on a display. So they have these drawers that have like the sizes, uh-huh. like medium, smalls, and whatnot. And you pull them open, and then it's just like all the inventory down here. So you just grab whatever you need right. and then take it to the cash register. Fun fact, I always wondered. I've only been to Victoria's Secret three times in my life. Really? Mm-hmm. I've been in there several times. Um, <laughs> I was committed. <laughs> Financial domination. <laughs> so, so <laughs> you're gonna pay my money, buddy. <laughs> right. I'm gonna I'm tell like, your girlfriend about your pill for no, panties. If you want to stay in a relationship with me, you got. Nah, that never happened. Actually. <laughs> I, I can't even continue that joke. All right. So, um, in Victoria's Secret, I've often wondered why people don't steal more from them because they have their panties just like laying on these tables right really so you can just open it and take whatever sometimes they have those like, like electronic tags on them mm-hmm. but some of the thongs and stuff are so small there's nothing you can do and they're like four for 20 or something like that in there like they have some kind of deal so i can see how they just <laughs> four grab <laughs> yeah, they got like some like, kind of they like the like they like the hustle like man. Arby's and they shit. like the hustle man. Yeah, like, hey man, I got four for twenty over here for these CDs. <laughs> kind of like that. I mean, it's it's a thong, and you paying twenty dollars for a thong is like that shit don't make no sense. Yeah. Anyway, I know what the thong look like. That ain't twenty dollars. Proper of thong you shouldn't see at all. Yeah, that ain't that ain't enough material for twenty dollars. That's what I'm saying. But shit, don't buy them from Walmart either. <laughs> <laughs> Walmart thong, that shit going you gonna have a yeast infection by Friday. <laughs> and she like, ugh. Why is it cutting into you? That shit's made out of polyester. 
that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's a Walmart though. What you expect? Yeast. <laughs> Some little infection. Chinese kid is sewing this shit together is like, Mom, what is this for? <laughs> is this a fishing net? <laughs> Can we catch food with this? <laughs> they do in America. <laughs> Financial domination. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so <laughs> what was I trying to go with this? You just said the, the panties be on the table and be four for 20. Okay, like yes. Man. So. I can see people just grabbing this shit, throwing it in bags, and walking out. Why is that shit so twenty-one thousand dollars worth of damn panties? They grab too much. <laughs> <laughs> like, you get what you need and leave. What are they doing? Reselling it? I guess they was gonna have they got to. For, like, and where did the drugs years? come from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they got busted for some, a drug, some drug deals. <laughs> What the I fuck? I take back everything I said about the schools telling these parents <laughs> not to come to work or come get these kids. These kids need supervision. How is this BC child in there stealing panties she in Victoria's Secret? You a minor. What the fuck you she doing with thongs? Oh, yeah, you're right. This is R. Kelly girlfriend. <laughs> All right. There's a little too much. All right. It's one of them. It's, that's his new Damn, one. nigga. Hmm. $21,000 worth of drugs. Like, nigga. Ugh. This is ridiculous. It really is. Suffering succotash. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just couldn't believe that somebody could get $21,000, but I ain't been in Victoria's Secret. So, ladies, if you want me to be financially dominated, just take me to Victoria's Secret with you. Well, speaking of some new shit that's dominating the news waves, measles, they're back. You remember we talked about this? I did it as a quick hit. So I was like, you know what? Measles is making a comeback right. because anti-vaxxers are no longer getting vaccinated from it's it. It's like the the uh, Millennium Tour. Yeah. With B2K. D- did you have some friends that went to it? I did. I seen some, yeah. Yeah. yeah I was like, okay. They was, it was women too, and they were just like, of course. <laughs> I don't know any guys who was like, I can't wait to go to this Millennium Tour. Yeah. Did you want to go? No. <laughs> you would have been I the only guy. See, I didn't want to see Raz beat. Look, my whole thing was, you know, that look, that dude, get, you know, they played with his ass. So I was just scared he was, which he has been going through. So he's had some trauma. You know, he didn't have some relapses throughout this whole tour. <laughs> A relapse? He he went crazy. He done been crazy every other city that they've oh, been to. And so he like just a like. drug relapse. No, nigga. He, I'm pretty sure he thinks somebody been trying to touch his ass again. Mm. Damn. The old manager used to finger his booty. Sheesh. He was molested. So he had you know. a booty finger? Yeah. That's kind of nasty. He used to touch now, what do you do after you... Never mind. He used to touch them little boys. Or he used to touch one of them. Well, Raz B. And so he had a, he had a, he had a little... He, 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 done, he had quit the tour. Now they done put him up on charges saying he done sexually abused or some girl. But then they dropped the charges. So hurt people, hurt people. You know, I'm just like, damn, Wait, man. He, they dropped the charges? Yeah. Okay. So I just, I just, I was like, I want to see him have a breakdown in the middle of the stage because he didn't got touched on when he was a kid. That's terrible. All right, sorry, uh, Elroy. I see your point. <laughs> These kids do need some, some role <laughs> models. Something ain't right. <laughs> okay, measles. I feel like there's something else going on with this measles outbreak. Why are we afraid of the measles? Why were we afraid of bird flu? swine flu well they didn't do all this this is the version of it, tactics oh you right this is the new see, one for this year see the Mueller report measles outbreak hmm i'm telling you it's always a diversionary tactic don't look over here 
What, what do you mean? Oh, that's how they do A cruise ship reportedly operated by the Church of Scientology is under quarantine in St. Lucia. A female crew member tested positive for measles and is now in isolation. About 300 people are on board. More than 700 measles cases have been confirmed in the U.S. so far, and that is a 25-year high. Okay, Church of Scientology. They don't believe in taking these vaccine shots. Most people didn't. Most people were not born in the Church of Scientology, mm -hmm. so most likely those people were vaccinated previously, right? And they're on this ship with somebody who was not vaccinated, who actually had the measles, who still went on a shipping cruise to contaminate everybody with the measles. Diversionary tactic. Okay. I mean, so, <clears throat> I, that's how I look at it. Mm -hmm. Every time something major goes on, we have this outbreak of shit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm equating the shit. But, uh, you know, no, I'm not I, your, I would, I would agree I'm to not you your because brother, nothing but shit. Well, the issue I have with this is the measles. It's I've never heard of people dying from the measles. Have you? Nope. So I googled it. I said uh, deaths from measles. It says it is down six hundred thousand. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just jumped to it. It says in developed countries, death occurs one to two cases out of every 1,000 people who have the measles. Mm -hmm. So that's 0.1% to 0.02% from deaths of the measles. Uh, this has dropped down dramatically from in the United States from 1985 to 1992. That's when the majority of people were getting the measles vaccination. Mm -hmm. So why is the measles now such a terrible thing? Diversionary tactic. All right. So everybody's blaming the anti-vaxxers, right? The people who don't want to get these vaccines. What I don't understand is most of those anti-vaxxers got vaccines when they were kids. You mm -hmm. know, they didn't really have a choice, but they're choosing not to vaccinate their kids. Mm -hmm. But see, if you look at history, I remember getting a measles shot and learning about the measles. Like, hey, they give you a weaker version of the measles shot so your body fights it off and you can never get it again. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like chicken pops, right? Right. Okay. Well, you remember, well, did you ever watch the uh, Brady Bunch? Yeah. They had an episode talking about the measles. Yeah. Let's talk about that. That's the way they all became the Brady Bunch. A classic episode of the Brady Bunch is at the center of the nationwide furor over the measles vaccine. What are you doing home from school? They sent me home. Measles. In the episode first broadcast in 1969, all six of the Brady kids come down with the measles, and it's no big deal. A slight temperature, a lot of dots, and a great big smile. A great big smile? No school for a few days. <laughs> Boy, this is the life, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. If you have to get sick, you sure can't beat the measles. Anti-vaccination activists have latched on to the 50-year-old episode to show that measles is nothing to worry about and shots aren't necessary. Among them is Del Bigtree, who produced an anti-vaccination documentary. This is, shows us where the mindset and the concern of measles was in the 1960s. I could show you movies that talk about measles that do the same thing, cartoons that talked about measles. It wasn't just the Brady Bunch episode, but it really brings home what we thought. These were things that we just said there's a part of growing up as children. And there are Marsha Brady measles memes all over the web, posted by anti-vaccination activists. Now, actress Maureen McCormick, who played Marsha, is expressing anger. I think it's really wrong when people use people's images today to promote whatever they want to promote, you know, as a mother, 
my daughter was vaccinated. Now 62, she points out that she had the measles in real life and she was much sicker than her TV character. Lloyd Schwartz, son of the show's creator, Sherwood Schwartz, is also speaking out today. My dad, who created the Brady Bunch, he was a pre-med student, actually, before he ever got into creating TV shows. And if we knew that there was going to be a controversy about this, there never, we never would have done the episode to begin with. Measles <laughs> is definitely nothing to laugh at. Dr. Rajini Raj says it's best not to look to the Brady Bunch for medical advice. No, definitely not. Measles can be a very complicated disease and it could even be fatal. So even though they seem to be doing okay, that doesn't necessarily guarantee your child will be okay. Okay. So I still say this is a diversionary tactic for something else. Mm. I just don't... It's, this is it's, it's strange. Mm -hmm. This is really weird. Like... It's weird to me, man. I'm not done. I got more. Okay. So I understand it from both sides. The issue that I'm having with the measles is where are these new cases coming from? Right. So most people were vaccinated for the, you know, the disease. It gives you a 99% coverage for the measles. Like you shouldn't get sick. Where are these new cases coming from? So let's find out why do we need <laughs> the vaccine? Hi, my name is Paul Offit. I'm talking to you today from the Vaccine Education Center at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. What we're seeing recently are outbreaks of measles. Um, there was an outbreak recently in Washington State. There was an outbreak in Oregon. There was an outbreak in, in New York State. There's been outbreaks in Illinois, New Jersey, and other venues. Even in Pennsylvania, recently, we've had an outbreak of measles. So people wonder then, are they protected? Now, I'll start from the beginning. Before there was a, a measles vaccine, which was first introduced in 1963, every year in this country, we would see between three and four million cases of measles. We would see 48,000 hospitalizations and as many as 500 deaths a year. The first vaccines were introduced in 1963. Now, now one of those vaccines was an inactivated virus, which is not the way we make the current vaccines. That inactivated virus was made by taking measles virus, growing it up, and then killing it with a chemical so that it couldn't reproduce itself. The current vaccines are not made that way. They're made by taking the virus and then weakening it, so-called a live attenuated viral vaccine, so that you can induce immunity without causing um, disease. So people are wondering, what about, what, what should they do? Now, the, the, the first best vaccine was introduced in 1968 and was recommended for all children. Then in 1991, there was a second dose recommendation. So the, the first dose was then given between 11 and 15 months of age. The second dose recommendation, then, which came in in 1991, was, was to be given at four to six years of age. So are you protected? Here's what I would say. If you were born before 1957, the odds are you were naturally infected with measles and you're protected for the rest of your life. You don't need a vaccine. If you've gotten two doses of the vaccine that was first introduced in 1968, which is to say the live weakened form of the vaccine, um, and you got it when you should have gotten it at, at uh, 12 to 15 months of age, then again at four to six years of age, you're protected. So you don't need a third dose. If you got that inactivated vaccine, which was on the market between 1963 and 1967 and never got the subsequent two doses of vaccines, you, you are likely not protected and should get then measles-containing vaccine. If you've only gotten one dose of measles-containing vaccine, you probably would benefit from getting a second dose. 
Now, if you're going into into an area, a region which where measles is common, which so for example, Western Europe measles measles are common. There are many parts of this world where measles is still common, and you fall into a category where you need another dose of vaccine. You should get it really at least two weeks before you're going to that area. So. Um, we had eliminated measles from this country by the year 2000. Sadly, it's back mostly because there are parents who are choosing not to, to vaccinate their children, and there are pockets. So, for example, Clark County in Washington State, where enough parents have made that choice that you see the virus coming back. So, again, we're, we have to reconsider whether or not we're adequately protected. So, hopefully that helps. Thank you. Okie dokie. May I help clarify a little bit? But I thought it said that you didn't have to get vaccinated. I don't know. You don't. Okay. <laughs> no. So there's two different vaccines that they were given. Right. One was the weaker version that had no chance of, you know, continuing. And then they gave you a newer version where it is the live uh, disease, right, yeah. but it was almost dead. So they, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to say most people were vaccinated. Right. The people who are getting it now, I'm not sure if it's from the parents who are choosing not to vaccinate their kids. I don't know where measles just pops up. There has to be nothing a, just pops up. Well, right. There has to be some kind of patient zero. Right. And I can see it from or a monkey. I can see it from <laughs> it's always it a HIV. Monkey. It's always a monkey involved. I can see it where where um what am I trying to say? I can see where these communities of anti-vaxxers would hang out together and then those kids could get sick. But where is the measles originating from? Again. That's where I'm having We don't have from. a patient zero. Yeah, and... and Fuck I know, that. I know this I, is a distraction. I'm trying to tell you, nigga, it's a distraction from something. It definitely is. They're trying to... They're trying to it's we, the measles. It's, Why is this such a huge topic? I'm, it's not... Extremely deadly. Why was swine flu a huge topic? Nigga, they had why a bola niggas still coming why was, over why, here. Why is why was all it? It's a, me personally. What happened to Ebola? Exactly. That shit just disappeared oh, one day. They just nigga, stopped talking about <laughs> that it. That nigga's on the Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga playing basketball right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> that nigga like averaging that. sixteen points a game. Ebola <laughs> killing them out there. <laughs> killing them out there, yeah, nigga. Damn. Got that three point and so, everything. So now here comes the conspiracy side. I get why anti-vaxxers do not want to vaccinate their kids. It is because vaccine companies have made it harder and harder for people to sue mm -hmm. when they are actually damaged by a vaccine. Right. And so when you're, you're seeing cases of um, autism skyrocketing right now right. and without any trace of where is this coming from, it could be that they're testing more. It could be that we're overdosing these kids. It could be the vaccines. Nobody really knows. But I feel like this, the parents should have that choice to choose if they want to vaccine, vaccinate their kids or not. Now. I agree with that. But we still haven't got to the bottom of this, which is who is patient zero? Well, they're saying it's the anti -vaxxers. Magic Johnson. So let me show you this. this wow. <laughs> Oh, I nigga, I'm going to cut the thing. I ain't touching that. No, no, no. You want your cut sealed. <laughs> Jesus. Not over there with magic. <laughs> Let me show you a trick. I, this is... This is your domination. God right. damn you. <laughs> magic got it. <laughs> EJ do too. <laughs> I 
Why you think he lost all that weight? Stop. <laughs> Boy, they was so messed up when Eddie Long lost all that weight, boy. Ooh. Oh, we knew what that nigga was yeah, doing. We knew he had that he package. He was sticking all them little boys. Ooh, we. He mm. had that picture in the gym. I'll never get that picture. <laughs> that shit was bad. It was horrible. Then <laughs> you started going to the gym after that. That nigga was like, all right. <laughs> you want to see some games? <laughs> he lost it, but he ain't gained it back. That nigga had a Man, big ass head. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That nigga head was huge. All right, so this is this – is, why I mean, anti his brain? I, I know, I know, I know. I, know. <laughs> I, just, I ain't never right seen up. that nigga. I, that. I don't know. This is why anti vaxxers don't. This is why anti vaxxers don't trust the vaccine companies. A six to two ruling from the U.S. Supreme Court today makes it tougher for parents who say their children were injured by vaccines to file lawsuits against drug makers. Also at the court today, justices heard arguments in a case that started with an act of revenge and could have implications for the scope of individuals' rights under the Tenth Amendment. Here is always to walk us through it, Marsha Coyle of the National Law Journal. It's good to have you with us again. Thank you, Judy. It's good to be here. So let's start with this vaccine injury case. Tell us what the justices ruled. The majority, in an opinion by Justice Scalia, said that the federal law, the National Child Vaccine Injury Act, preempts or blocks state lawsuits based on a claim that a vaccine was defectively designed. The case was brought to the Supreme Court by the parents of Hannah Brusewitz, who, as an infant, received the diphtheria, pertussis, and tetanus uh, vaccine combination. She suffered severe disabling seizures, which she continues to suffer at age 19 today. Now, this, uh, this, this case reminds us that there is another recourse for parents who believe their children have been injured by a vaccine. Part of the, the court's rationale was looking at the fact that Congress under this act created a no-fault compensation program. Parents can file claims of vaccine-related injuries and if uh, their claim is denied or if the amount of money that they receive is inadequate, they feel, they can still go into court. But under today's ruling, they cannot bring a design defect claim because the court felt the language and structure of the federal law did not suggest that Congress intended these types of claims to be brought. And Marcia, this was a case that was watched very, being watched very closely by vaccine manufacturers. Tell us why. It was, Judy, because there are pending a large number of autism vaccine-related claims. And the manufacturers felt, if the court had ruled the other way, that they would be facing hundreds of lawsuits in state courts. All right, now let's talk about this case that was argued today before the court. This one has... Okay, so... The vaccine makers were worried that the people who were damaged by these vaccines mm -hmm. saying that their kids have autism were going to sue them in a large scheme, in you know, a large like class action lawsuit. Mm -hmm. They were worried about the ruling on this. Some would say lobbyists would probably send out there to persuade these rulings to, yeah. you know, go towards the you know, vaccine, vaccine makers. makers. Yeah. If you see this in a such a large number and these kids are getting sick as a parent, you're going to do everything in your parent, in your power to protect these kids. Yeah. When you find out that they have had dirty vaccines that have been damaging people, you're not going to line up first in line to get your kid injected with, with all these. Why things. should I? Exactly. You're going to question everything. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think those parents are wrong for questioning. Now, who are those parents to question? I'm a scientist. I have a degree. I have, you know, standing in this. I know way more than you. What do you know? Oh, you read something on Reddit. Well, what the fuck does that mean? Anybody can post something on Reddit. <laughs> Most scientists are not out here to harm people. Right. Right. They're trying to do their job. But they want to cure the world. Nothing is wrong with a little bit of skepticism. Yeah, of course. And so when you see all these kids being nobody knows where this autism up spike is coming from. Mm hmm. But but that's the thing too, with so many different places that it could come from, because I'm pretty sure medication has something to do yeah. with it, especially if your kid has ADHD or you know what I'm saying? I mean it's different These, sources that you can get this I this is personal yeah. opinion. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look guys, I'm not a scientist. I just play one on the podcast. Yeah. But Go ahead, smart. I brother. feel the thing I feel as if this all of this stuff can come from all kinds of different places. Right. We don't know. It could even come from the food that you eat. I think our food has a lot to do with it. But the problem is there's stories of parents talking about their kids being happy and jolly and, and, you know, playful. And then they go for their third round of shots. And then the kids are reporting having headaches and they getting dizzy and they go to sleep. And then when they wake, when they wake up, they're never the same. Mm -hmm. That's a horror story for me. Yeah. I don't want nobody to go through that. Hell but the fact that they can't even sue or trying to sue is making the shit more mm -hmm. difficult. Wait I mean, a minute. that's we what the need, lobbyists are there for. We need for. to look at this science, man. This is but science must prevail no matter what. See, this the is why are. I always. This is my whole argument with the uh, the climate change thing. Is like the science is faulty. Let's look at it, the science first, and then figure out our our you know action. No matter what the cost, you cannot <sighs> stop progression. I mean, you got to stop it sometimes. I mean, there's casualties in everything when it comes to being. A, uh, a futurist or being someone who <laughs> wants to bring uh, uh, the cure to the world. So I was talking to a friend of mine and there was like, oh, you have health insurance? I was like, yeah. And he's like, you go to the doctor? I said, eh, sometimes. Yeah. Like, well, I was like, you know, black people stop trusting. Yeah. Black people. <laughs> look, we stopped trusting doctors after Tuskegee. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all niggas had your shot. Right. <laughs> like, don't, right. don't get mad at us because y'all niggas fucked up. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying the measles outbreak is not as bad as people making it out to see. I don't think because it's a dist. I'm I don't think people are gonna die over measles. They are distracting us. Damn it! This I, is something for something else. I agree with you, but at the same time, I can see both sides of the argument. We want this herd immunity. We want everybody to be vaccinated, so none of this shit comes from anywhere. Well, now they're finding out this shit still can maybe possibly, you know, get you. Even though you've been vaccinated. We have something that's called vampire facials. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> we're paying people to give us HIV. I mean. <laughs> well, you can get the measles for I free. mean, we're paying people for anything. I right. mean, there's financial domination going on. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to tell your wife about you jacking off. Really? To me, if you don't pay me $400. Yeah. You a cheap motherfucker. Oh, man. We got to keep going. Keep going. Uh, okay. We got to get to the. Well, that's what I was going to go to next. Right, cool. Because I, I seen the time. I just wanted to talk about that vaccine shit. Right. So um, we're just going to go ahead and go into it. Facebook and Instagram bans Louis Farrakhan, Alex Jones, and others for quote unquote hate speech. Now, this is something that me, uh, if you guys know the show, you know me and Shogun don't really talk about our topics beforehand. Nope. Um, but we both picked this up. I um, got a shit ton of Facebook stuff. Facebook announced on Thursday, uh, May the 2nd, that they are banning far-right personalities like Alex Jones and 
Milo Milanopoulos. Yeah, Milanopoulos. Just call him Milo. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew Milanopoulos, mm-hmm. um, along with the Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan from clip. their network and Instagram. Uh, a Facebook spokesperson addressed the decision in the statement, which reads, we've always banned individuals or organizations that p- promote or engage in violence. Listen to that word now. Mm-hmm. Violence and hate and regardless of ideologies. The process for evaluating potential violators is extensive. Another key word. It's extensive. And it is what led us to our decisions to uh, remove these accounts today. Okay. Now, while Facebook has made the move to ban all hate speech from the platform, they've also had to answer to calls uh, to ban Farrakhan based on his anti-Semitic remarks made in this speech in his speeches. Now, Farrakhan caught backlash in 2018 during the uh, Savior's Day 2018 address where he stated, and I quote, white folks are going down and Satan is going down and Farrakhan has pulled the cover off the eyes of the satanic Jew and I'm here to <laughs> and I'm here to say your time is up uh your world is through mm. so um based on that particular speech uh or, or based on that speech and pro- possibly others uh Farrakhan was uh, on the list of these people uh that got yeah their banned. accounts got banned yeah um I know you got some clips. So far, when you first seen the headline and you seen the names and the, li- the list of names, mm-hmm. what was your first impression of that? What What did they do? Right. <laughs> now, again, I'm going to say what a spokesperson said. Okay. Again, key words here. Uh, ban individuals or organizations that promote or engage violence, mm-hmm. uh, hate, mm. uh, regardless of their ideologies, the process for evaluating potential violators is extensive, and it is what led us to this decision. Okay. So my question is, I've never heard. I'm, I used to listen to Alex Jones. I'm one of those weird nuts. I've never heard Alex Jones tell people to go out and commit violence. He says, prepare yourself just in case something does happen. Mm-hmm. And he tries to arm his listeners, quote unquote, with the information mm-hmm. because it is the info war mm-hmm. and that's the truth matters anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, Farrakhan, which one second before ahead. we move Farrakhan, which we later learn. And this is clearly because Alex Jones is trying to get his kids. Yeah. Was that, we fi- that we found out that Alex Jones is a quote unquote act. Yeah. Go ahead. So, OK. So um, Farrakhan, he says a lot of shit like about Jews and stuff. I don't listen to Farrakhan, so I'm not going to act like I know his whole shit it could be deemed as hate speech I don't know mm-hmm. Milo he's just a right ring he does Far right. yeah, he is one of those hate speech talking motherfuckers so, but does he provoke violence I don't I've never heard any of these people say anything about take up arms today and go murder somebody that does, is promoting violence to me does it are they promoting hate one could see, say that okay. yeah I don't think Alex Jones, Farrakhan, yes, because he's talking about Jews and all that kind of stuff. That could be, that's hate rhetoric. My question is, if it starts here, where is it going to stop? Exactly. So will you will you start cutting down like those hyper feminists who are like ban men, kill men because this, that, and the third? Exactly. You know? Like will you stop it because of those, like, I don't want to say, well, there's groups out there who are always like, oh, we should kill this person because he said one thing bad. Like when the Harvey Weinstein shit was going on, people mm-hmm. were asking for his head on the pike. Rightfully so. 
but that's just people venting on Facebook. Right, which is their which their platform that's has what eventually the design turned. is for the platform. There you, you want go. me to talk. You it's a social media. You have been There we go. putting yourself out there is like this is where ideals can flourish, where people can talk with like-minded people. This is the like-minded until we people. Get, until we get our sponsorships. Yeah, pulled away. Or until we have Cambridge Analytica give out your information or uh, my biggest thing is this. Now um, Shogun and myself, I think we share the same views on censorship, and I feel like you know, let the niggas talk. People are going to say what they want to say. Let them talk. Just let um, them deal with the outlash and backlash. And I'm results. trying to see because this actually comes off of one. You know, Facebook is doing a new update. Mm-hmm. They've updated their stuff. Oh, um, man, I wish. Can I <laughs> can I go ahead and play this clip? Sure. So they had this F8. F8 is the their keynote every year where they mm-hmm. talk about the new policies. So privacy is the new thing that they're pushing now for exactly. Facebook. Exactly. It's a load of bullshit. Welcome to F8. Today, we are going to talk about building a privacy-focused social platform. Privacy gives us the freedom to be ourselves. So it's no surprise that the fastest ways that we're all communicating online are private messaging, in small groups, and in stories. This is the the next chapter for our services. I get that a lot of people aren't sure that we're serious about this. (laughs) I know that we don't exactly have the, the strongest reputation on privacy right now, to put it lightly. Why is he laughing? But I'm committed to doing this well. And this vision is based on on six principles. You know, first, we're committed uh, to working openly. I think now, I, need, second, I should read those principles. Uh, we're taking a more proactive second on six principles. Okay, private interaction, encryption, reduce permanence. Permanence. I don't know what that means. Mm. Uh, safety, interoperability. <laughs> interoperability. I don't know what that means either. Let's, and secure data storage. Let's, hold on. I'm going to chop it up. I need to know these definitions. A state or equal to of lasting or remaining unchanged. What the fuck? Stability. So reduce stability. Is that what they're saying? Other words, that means the same. Durability, continuing, con, uh, perpetuity, endurance. I don't understand that. Reduce endurance. Reduce durability. That makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. All right. So, may, oh wait, there may might have been a second definition. Nope. Okay. That didn't make any sense. And I might just chop all this. Interoperability. Interoperability. This is the ability of a computer system or software to exchange and make use of information. The ability of military equipment or groups to operate in conjunction with each other. Yeah. Why military? That's such an odd word. Oh, okay. That really doesn't help. Now, first, we're committed uh, to working openly. Now, second, uh, we're taking a more proactive role in making sure... <laughs> we're taking a more proactive role in making sure that all of our partners and developers use our services for good. We're also building out a lot of deep technical infrastructure and replumbing the, the whole infrastructure that we build uh, for this company to support this privacy vision. It's not going to happen overnight, so let's start with our messaging apps. Over the next year, we plan to make Messenger the fastest 
private communication app on the entire planet. With Lightspeed, we'll use less battery, less storage, and it will be more reliable than ever before. All right, so they're saying a whole bunch of nothing. Basically, their whole focus is on privacy. But if you know anything about Facebook, it ain't going to be about privacy because the way Facebook works is you are the product. Mm -hmm. They take your information that you willingly give to them and they sell it. They sell your your locations. They sell your activities. They sell your likes. They sell your, you know, what you're sharing. All of that information is money. Data is big business. This privacy shit is maybe user to user can't mm -hmm. see what's going on but the back end they're still going to be making money off of this of course so fuck out of here with this bullshit that they're saying i don't believe none of this so with them saying privacy is going to be the main thing and they're more concerned about people being on this open platform speaking their mind in a more secure and private way how is alex jones louis farrakhan and milo causing issues to them well again from What's been said from from one of their spokespeople? Mm -hmm. This is we're they're looking at the hate part of it. They're looking at the violence part of it. Mm. Which you know, for a while last year and the year before that, we had a string of people who were actually getting on Facebook Live and torturing people, yeah, killing. killing themselves yeah. or killing others. Yeah. Um. Which I don't know where the outcry came. Why? Where was the outcry then? Well, Facebook took a stand <laughs> about a year ago saying no. We are not going to ban people from our platforms because they're using our platforms the right way. Right. They're the connected. way it's supposed to be. Right. Used. And so here them talking about banning. Just into CNN, Facebook is purging several high profile names from its platforms. Among them, Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan, right wing conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, as well as his media outlet Infowars. They're being banned for spreading, quote, dangerous ideology. CNN Business senior media reporter Oliver Darcy joins me now. So what more do we know about this ban and, and who else is included? Yeah, this is a very strict action from Facebook, Erica. Basically, they've deemed these individuals to be dangerous, is what Facebook is saying. Those individuals include Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan, who has a history of anti-Semitic remarks, um, people like right-wing conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, and then also some right-wing media personalities who are pretty popular online, people like Milo Yiannopoulos, Laura Loomer, Paul Joseph Watson, those people are banned, as well as a failed congressional candidate, Paul Nalen, who had made a number of anti-Semitic remarks. Um, Facebook has given us a statement, and they do say in their statement I'll read part of it to you right now. Um, they say that we've always banned individuals or organizations that promote or engage in violence and hate, regardless of ideology. The process for evaluating potential violators is extensive, and it is what led us to our decision to remove these accounts today. Um, Facebook told me that the uh, process they use is to uh, engage a number of factors. Uh, have they promoted uh, hate speech on Facebook? Have they been banned for violating the rules in the past? Have they self-described themselves as part of a hate movement or hate ideology? Those are the factors that Facebook was weighing, and you know they're taking this really strict action uh, moments ago. And banning from Facebook. All right. So let me ask you a question okay. real quick. I know I know you're going to get into you it. You good? You good? When's the last time you've seen the rules of Facebook? Nobody reads the rules of Facebook. But is it in the terms of, of agreement? Course it's in the terms and services. Okay. So if you break a community guideline, they have the right to ban you. And Fake. how often? Didn't wait. You good? So how often do these guidelines change? And how often are we? How often are we told about these changes in their guidelines? Every time you get an update to the Facebook app, their terms and services is also updated. Okay. So users are supposed to read it. 
Most users don't. So let me ask you a question. Are when you get these updates, mm-hmm. is there a header that says these things have changed? X, yes. Y, and Z. Okay. It is hitting. <laughs> but there is a header. Uh, right. It's, it's okay. in the app that says, hey, the new terms and services is here. You need to agree to it. By downloading this, you agree to it. By installing this app, you agree to it. And by logging into it, you agree to the terms and service. Mm-hmm. And also, once you first agree to the terms and services, it's like a catch all. You agree to everything else thus far. Right. So the issue I have with Facebook is the way that they want people to use it, people are using it to their advantage. And then when they get to a certain point and they're deemed quote unquote hate speech or whatnot, they have the right to ban them. Yes, it's a private program. It's a private service. You can definitely ban these people from your service. But in the long run, it's going to do more harm to Facebook than it is going to do to those individuals. Now, Alex Jones, he makes money off of his his shit. Mm-hmm. He has a radio show. It's purely independent. Right. It was syndicated. I don't know if it is anymore. But the issue with him is Facebook was his way of reaching out to those people who were spending money on his site. And how long would you say Alex Jones has been on Facebook? <laughs> Ten years plus. Right. Like forever. Right. Yeah. But now it's a problem. Well, that's because the times are changing. Well, no. I mean, my my biggest thing is this. I think several of these people who had these accounts mm-hmm. have been saying the same thing for several years. I don't think the messages have changed. And I, I honestly have a problem mm-hmm. with this is a lot of this is going back to a lot of the retroactive finding old tweets type situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got a problem with that. We had a problem with it, period. But the issue is Louis Farrakhan hasn't changed his stance on any of this stuff. Alex Jones has been saying newer stuff. Like what got him in hot water is the Sandy Hook situation. He mm-hmm. was saying, saying that that shit didn't happen. It's a lot of funny shit with Sandy Hook. I don't know. But to ban Farrakhan, I think they just did that because they needed a black person. <laughs> oh, they, like, needed the, they, they, they needed that token. All of this shit is based on Trump. This right wing swing that's going on right now didn't start until Trump won. And now everybody's saying, oh, the right is super racist and all this. I'm not seeing it that way. Yes, there are some radical people who are extremely racist. But at the same time, a lot of this shit is just some bullshit Trump shit. So my whole thing is this. How long are we going to go until we're banded banned or I, the regular Joe Schmo? Because a I, lot of this banding is, banding is coming from people who are popular yeah. and coming from people who have a name and so my thing is, is, is it starts here. Mm-hmm. How far is it going to go until it gets to the common man? Well, I'm going to show you this. YouTube did a lot of this shit last year, mm-hmm. and they're seeing the effects this year. They're losing a lot of content. They're losing sponsors. I forgot how much money they've lost this year just based on the stuff that they, the social justice warrior, mm-hmm. you know, outlook on content has really affected their bottom line. Right. And so you're going to see a competitor to YouTube either sneak in or YouTube dramatically change their outlook on how the business is being ran. I think Facebook is next in line. I deleted my Facebook and somehow the other day it was reactivated automatically. Mm-hmm. Like I think I downloaded the app and it automatically reinstated my uh my my profile. It is time to get off these platforms. Facebook is what does it do for you? It don't do shit but take from you. Get your feelings out. 
You get to say what you want to really say. Who really cares what you're you get saying? To, you get you get to say how you feel. You get to post these wonderful stories. Do people stories. really read this stuff? Yeah, most people look at it now. It's we're at a time now where you know people when people used to be like, I seen this in the paper. It's like, oh, I seen it on Facebook. So and I tell people all the time, I'm like, you know, you're reading the National Enquirer, right? Yeah, that's exactly what you're reading. Yeah. Um, no disrespect to people who get a lot of their news from Facebook. I get it. Mm. Um, but that's, to me, like getting your National news from Choir. National Enquirer. I hear you. Uh, I feel like a lot of this stuff is opinion-based on Facebook mm-hmm. uh, because of the – it's not – some of the news is real, but a lot of the news that you get is going to be force-fed because of the people that you follow. Right. Um, you have to realize that. Like, mm. you're getting fed what you like because of who you follow. That's true. That's true. And I think that's really the detriment to those platforms. We're only following people with the like mind ideals. So you don't have anything that's challenging you. So you have a whole echo chamber of people saying the same shit. Oh, we need to ban them. Yeah, these ideals don't need to be on here because we all agree that this is the way to have a positive future. This platform could be a lot cleaner if nobody thought like that. Well, guess what? The world ain't like that. And the funny thing is, is you're going to spew the type of news that you want to spew because yes. it's a like-minded idea of like, what you what you like. So, of course, you're going to be like, well, it said it on Facebook, so yeah. it's got to be true. Right. Cole Jackson, you don't know what the hell you're talking it's about. It's the shit you follow. But you nobody, like this shit. But nobody <laughs> looks at it that way. It, you get what I'm saying? Like, I you follow it. this shit because you like it. Right. So, if you like it, you're going to not, you're not going to go against it. I ain't going to go against this shit. This is what I want. So, I'm right. And you're wrong. No, you're wrong. I'm right. <laughs> so that's I, we I, really need I, to look at ourselves on these platforms. I just have a problem because I know this is gonna. This is the, the, it cen- stop? the, cens- the censor the censorship part of this mm-hmm. is a coming. Mm-hmm. And to be completely honest, it, it's gonna suck, and we're gonna be holding the bag. I, I guarantee you that. Okay. We're gonna be left home, and we don't. And the and the and the cool. Thing, well, I'm not gonna say cool, but the 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 fucked up part about it is we don't have an alternative because we haven't took time out to try to make an alternative. Well, put pressure on Mark Zuckerberg and his big dick having ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean he swings his big white dick around all the time. Facebook's his dick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Financial domination. No. <laughs> <laughs> Did I make it weird? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I, I was up, I was with you. I was like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Dick. Big dick. Nah, nigga. That nigga's a robot. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> All right. So we're, we're running long. My bottom line with this Facebook thing is it's just time to get off these platforms. Who fucking cares? Nobody gives a shit what I think on Facebook. Well, uh, some people do. Yeah, believe yeah. it or not, I guess so. But those are cheap. Well, I ain't gonna call the people who think like I think cheap, but I feel you. Somebody's. I don't head. think somebody's. The, you the, should know the, that the herder. It, yeah, that's true. You should know that. I be I be having ideas and then it <laughs> it come out and then I just forget what I be trying that's to say. Right. You should know that. I don't know. So surrounding yourself with people who think exactly like you is not always positive. Kind of like I said at the beginning of this podcast, you got to have some different ideals interjected into your life Mm -hmm. because it's going to challenge the way that you think. We're at a crossroads road of challenging ideals. Yes, the First Amendment means you can speak whatever you want to speak, but it doesn't pertain to private content, private Mm -hmm. 
programs. Right. And so that's what Facebook is. They have all the right to do what they're doing, but is it going to help them out in the long run? I really don't think it will. So, ready for some quick hits? Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time again for Quick Hits. I'll put the music in and we edit. <laughs> Alright, uh, Miss America, Miss Teen USA, and Miss USA are all black women for the first time Ooh, ever. Yeah. Black girl magic. That's me slapping that ass. Mm. Facebook. Nope, nope. <laughs> that was the wrong one. I didn't scroll down. Alright, here's Your a Facebook up- is right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Here's an update on Julian Assange. It is rumored that uh shit. Was Ecuador sold Julian Assange out? So they can get a huge loan from the IMF. Also, it looks like you got like 50 weeks, uh, right? What do you mean? 50 weeks? What you talking about? That's the WikiLeaks dude, right? Julian Assange, yeah. Yeah, what are you talking I about? read 50 weeks what? I haven't heard For this. jail. Prison. That's it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. So what I heard about Julian Assange is just they sent that nigga to London's Guantanamo Bay. They said they torturing the fuck out of that nigga. I don't know if it's true, but that's just what I heard. Go ahead. It's like all over here. Razz, he Raz B now. Finger booty. Yep. Booty finger. The feds are digging for more sex tapes on R. Kelly and claims of human trafficking. I told you I'm going to keep doing these until this nigga go to jail. R. Kelly can't read. Who the, the feds want these sex tapes. How is he trafficking tapes? humans? He can't read the signs. Where is he going with them? He's on tour. Come on, my nigga. The Sonic movie by sega trailer dropped this week to a ton of fanfare where people hated the way sonic looked i for one thinks the movie looks pretty good sonic is the issue Mm -hmm. but good thing sonic is getting redesigned for the final version yep director said we're gonna do it we're gonna fix it just for you speaking of fixing trump administration to start dna testing families at the border oh we're gonna get this figured the fuck out where the niggas coming from the what's the name? The migrate the, the caravan. Bubonic plague terrifies tourists in quarantine after Black Death outbreak in Mongolia. That's gotta be called Black Death. It's the bubonic plague, my nigga. Oh. It killed half of the population on the planet. This is some shit we should be worried about. Why can't that be the white plague? I mean it is White Death. It is, brother. Think about it. <laughs> Came from the Caucasus Mountains. <laughs> Slap myself for saying that. <laughs> Speaking of Caucasus. Caucasians, white gang tattoos, racial slurs on black no member, way. but spells it wrong. White. The tat was huh? White people. Ta- a, wait, a say white, it again. A white gang tattoos racial slur on black member, but spells it wrong. The tat was supposed to say "fuck you, nigger," but forgot a G and it made it "fuck you, Niger." <laughs> You can't make shit up like this. <laughs> I can't make this shit up. Okay. Uh, nah, I ain't gonna talk about that. So there is a debate about history going on. You remember when the whole statues were being snatched down and we were talking about, is it fair to take down historical symbols? Yes, I remember that. So now they're doing that with George Washington. Carver? It's, no, George Washington, the first president. With the wooden teeth? Yeah. Huh. Didn't he own slaves? Um, <laughs> Speaking of he slave. started America, my nigga. The Speak. land of the free. Yeah. Think he, about it. It's like old tweets. Man. He got to pay for it. <laughs> it's con- he got to pay for this. He's got to pay for this. <laughs> His old tweets is the fucking <laughs> constitution. <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Usher's herpes accuser files to dismiss $20 million lawsuit. He's off the hook. Settled. There you go. Yeah, that nigga settled. All right. Um. All right. Soldier climbs over safety railing and falls into an active volcano. At least he ain't at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> he picked the volcano to die. Yeah, he lived. He survived. <laughs> they rescued him. He should have went to the Grand Canyon. He should have went to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan honored with their own street name and day at Staten Island. Nice. They deserve it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wu-Tang Clan still ain't nothing to fuck with. Never. Growing concerns about climate change and loss of resources have now discovered the food of the future. Cockroach milk. Close. Bug hot dogs. You are so terrible. <laughs> At one point in time, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Shogun was just bringing bug foods to the podcast. <laughs> bug milk and all Would you other eat shit. a No. <laughs> you, want, you don't want bug hot dogs? Kiss my ass. These <laughs> crickets and maggots all smushed together into a battery hot dog meat. Oh, you ain't shit. For my final quick hits, the Trump collusion delusion merch is flying off the shelf. President Trump had a post Mueller report victory lap that included new merchandise such as $30 collusion delusion t-shirts and witch hug witch hunt witch hunt mugs. Are you down to get you some collusion delusion merchandise? I ain't gonna lie, when it rhymes it sell and hashtag hustle everything. <laughs> I need to put a rhyme somewhere in that hashtag. Goddamn, he got he got a witch hunt downside hustle everything. And these things are like thirty dollars. That's Trump is a bad motherfucker, dog. I'm sorry, it, this nigga is the evil genius of evil genius. <laughs> like he on the cartoon, <laughs> right? Shit. He need a mustache. If Trump had a mustache, my nigga, unfucking. He needs and he needs like a he needs like a hot air balloon full of money, <laughs> <laughs> and he twirls it while he flies <laughs> off. He's like. I got you now. He needs a hot air balloon with his Twitter feed like <laughs> attached to it so niggas can read what he's saying. Yeah. And just float above us. Yeah. Well, guys, that has been another episode of the Government Name Podcast. We ran a little long. Just a little long because we had a lot we wanted to talk to you about. That was good. How do you feel about this episode? I feel great about this episode. I, I like what we're doing, man. We are, we are the checks and balances of social commentary. That means that we talk about what's going on in society. And we're not afraid to talk about the positives, the negatives, and challenging ideals. So mm-hmm. I want our listeners to actually listen to us, but definitely research all the shit that we say. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got a second or two, you know, tweet at us, get at us. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter. I'm Real Shogun Beats. You can find him on uh, at Cole Jackson. Uh, one two on Twitter and at Cole Jackson underscore BYK on Instagram. Right. And if you want to DM me, DM me your titties with some donuts on there, I am down. And if you want me to come eat them off, financial domination oh. will be a part of the package. So that means you got to pay them. They got to pay me. Oh, okay. So you like, dominate. I'm them? like, I know your husband. Mm. I, look, I know the pictures that you sent with the donuts <laughs> on your titties. I'm gonna tell your husband, and you gotta pay me. Forty dollars because I just want to suck on your titties. Damn, pay you forty dollars to suck yeah, some titties? I'm pretty cheap. That sounds like a good deal. I know. I was about to say something else. <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> 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 but 
But guys, I want y'all to interact with us on on Twitter. I need to be more interactive on the internet. So use the hashtag government name podcast or just government name. Yeah. Use the hashtag government name. We have it followed by the end of this episode on Mm -hmm. Twitter. So if you use that, we're going to find it. We're going to talk about it. Tell us about these topics. Tell us about the show, what you like, what you don't like. Mm -hmm. And we're going to fix it on the show. There you go. BYK Radio.